This is the best of Snohomish County High School football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. Well, it hardly seems possible that high school football reaches the halfway point of the regular season with tonight's action. This is week number five with five more to go before the postseason. And in the world, that is the Western Conference for a division. League games begin tonight. We're in South Everett for Mariner and Glacier Peak. High school football action on KRKO 1380 AM and FM 95.3. Streaming live on KRKO.com is brought to you tonight by Kia of Everett, the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, Dave & Buster's, Glass by Lund, and by Marysville Toyota. We come to you live from Frank Goddard Memorial Stadium for this league opener with the Grizzlies and the Marauders. Hello, everybody. Tom Lafferty alongside former Jackson High School football coach Joel Vincent. Alex Klossis is on the sidelines this evening. Steve Willits is with the Ever Silver Tips this week, and Alex is with one of the head coaches. Thanks, Tom. I'm with coach of the Mariner Marauders, Coach C.J. Adkins. Coach, first-year assistant was last year, first-year head coach this year. How's the transition bid for you? Uh, it's been eye-opening, you know. Um, but it's fun. It's it's a learning experience, and I'm I'm all for it. Uh, but there is a noticeable difference. <laughs> you know, you're dealing with more than just X's and O's or just your group. But you know, I was ready for it. I was groomed for it. So I'm, I'm loving it. How's the team been progressing so far for on the field? Well, we're young, and we're figuring out how to play varsity football at the higher level, right? Um, 4A is big boys, so you know, we got a young team, but I like them. They don't quit, and they, they always fight, so you can't ask for anything more than a coach. It's the first time we're seeing you here with KRKL. Give me a couple of names we should be looking out for. Uh, our quarterback is a sophomore, LJ Moody, uh, really good, great athlete. Um, our running back, Tristan Lolohia, is, is, is a bruiser. He's a, he's a big body. He, he loves the contact. And our, uh, our tight end, um, Kareem Sai. He's looking to play at the next level, so and I think he can. What are some of the changes you've made on the field from being that assistant head coach when it comes to your own personnel and your own own style? Well, I'm, I'm new age football, so we're we're going to throw the ball, right? We're going to run it as well, but you know I want to put points on the board, so you got to throw the ball to put points on the board. That's, that's Last question, GP, the powerhouse of years past, still a good team. What have you been kind of seeing on film as as you've been watching throughout the week? Uh, they're disciplined. They're well coached, and they play as a team. So um, it's what you know new programs aspire to be, and so you know it's going to be a good test for us. And, and I, I like where we're at, though. Awesome. Thanks, Coach. We'll talk to you a little later. Thank you. There you go. Thanks very much. Alex Clausius with C.J. Atkins, a first-year head coach here at Mariner. Let's remind you about our hockey and football coverage tonight. If you're looking for the Ever Silver Tips hockey game this evening, the Silver Tips play the Wenatchee Wild tonight at Angel of the Winds Arena. That game broadcast is underway. It can be found just up the dial on Classic Country KXA, 1520 AM and FM 101.1. The Silver Tips are also home tomorrow night taking on the Kamloops Blazers. That game tomorrow, 5.30 pregame, 6.05 faceoff, and it'll be right back here on KRKO. Again, the Silver Tips Hockey tonight on Classic Country, KXA, 1520 AM and FM 101.1. Coming up in this edition of the West Coast Tonight pregame show, we've heard from one head coach. We'll hear from the other, Shane Keck. Their team sits at the 500 mark at 2023 campaign. In fact, Shane Keck is ready with AC. Coach, first off, pressing question. How's the bus ride here compared to the last couple weeks that you had so far? Yeah, absolutely. We've been the road warriors for sure. Actually, uh, funny story. We stopped in Kelso to, to have lunch and, and do a walkthrough, and we lost a bus. 
a bus wouldn't start, so we had to pile 55 kids onto one bus to get down to Vancouver. And so uh, happy to happy to have a short drive this week. So we saw you week one against Nahomish. This is halfway point, week five. What's kind of been that difference that we're going to see from week one to from, uh, up till now? Yeah, you know, we had a really inexperienced football team coming into this year, and we, we've been telling the kids and we've been believing it is that this is the type of group that's just going to continue to get better week to week to week, and hopefully by the time we get to the playoffs, uh, we're playing some really good football. And I think you're starting to see us take those steps and, you know, some growth and uh, going down and beating undefeated uh, Evergreen, very talented team, a lot of Division One players, you know, guys that commits. And so uh, getting a chance to go down there and, and play well, uh, it's kind of, working out like we're talking about coach for mariner what have you been kind of seeing on film throughout this week yeah they're really athletic the the sophomore quarterback he he's dynamic um and and you just see a, a young hungry football team kids are playing really hard um and, and guys are just fighting and battling and so you know obviously given our close proximity and, and and some some former relationships i went to school here five or six of my coaches went to school here uh we know that it's going to be a great battle and coach uh, Atkins got those guys, you know, working and kind of like where we are, you know, grinding to try and, you know, scrape it together and start to get get better. Awesome, Coach. Good luck tonight. Hey, thanks a lot. There you go. Thanks, AC, along with Shane Keck, now in his sixth year at Glacier Peak. Well, Glacier Peak's not really having a Glacier Peak kind of season so far in 2023 after their traditional win over Snohomish in the season opener. The Grizzlies got drilled by Camus in week two, lost by six up north against Ferndale in their brand-new stadium, and last week ventured down to McKenzie Stadium in Vancouver and shut out the Evergreen Plainsmen 21 to nothing. So a 2-2 two and two on the year with a couple of weeks to bolster their record before a real test on Friday, October 13th at Marysville Pilchuck, then the closer hosting Lake Stevens in week number nine. Chrisman Bonchi is a player to watch for GP. He's got 256 yards and four touchdowns on the year so far. You just get the feeling that Bonchi and quarterback Lucas Entler are just waiting to strike and put up some big numbers. That could be tonight against Mariner. The Marauders under first-year head coach C.J. Atkins been on the short end of the stick in their first four games this season. Losses to Central Kitsap, Everett, Meadowdale and Marysville Getchell put the Marauders at 0-4 heading into league play tonight. Mariner had a huge turnover from last year to this year. Not only did the Marauders have a large senior class, they lost their coach, Tyler Tuiasasopo, who returned to coach in Las Vegas, and a couple of defections to, well, guess where, up the street at Glacier Peak. That includes Isaiah Cuellar, who's having a pretty good season on both sides of the ball for GP. So three head coaches in three years and a big turnover means Mariner has yet to win. It could be a long night amongst a long season for the Marauder faithful. Still to come on this evening's edition of the West Coast Tonight pregame show, we'll run down the rest of the schedule on this fifth week of high school football action. When we come back, we'll bring Joel Vincent into the conversation. A very busy week, a very busy 20 minutes as we count down to kickoff. It's Mariner Marauders hosting the Glacier Beat Grizzlies. More from South Everett after this timeout. The wait is over. If you've been holding off on getting your hands on a brand new truck, now is the time to act. Introducing the 2023 Silverado 1500 Crew Cab RST, a powerhouse on wheels built for those that demand the best. And here's the deal you've been waiting for. For well-qualified buyers, enjoy an incredible 0% APR. Yes, you heard right, 0% APR. <laughs> What are you waiting for? This deal is too good to pass up. Visit Chevrolet of Everett today to make this dream truck yours. Offer available to well-qualified buyers. Terms and conditions apply. See Chevrolet of Everett for more details. 
The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. Building communities. That's a specialty of Smoky Point Concrete, and they're looking for some new people who share their vision. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit ReadyMix are hiring CDL drivers and non-drivers to grow the business and continue a proud tradition. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Growing a team, building a community. Smoky Point Concrete, an equal opportunity employer. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. I chose Courtney at Country Financial because of her passion for her product. Karen Conway, owner of Woodway Influence Magazine, on why she chose Courtney and Country Financial for her business insurance. I found Courtney to have answers to every question I had. She never disappointed me. I would highly recommend Courtney Balza at Country Financial to any one of my clients, any one of my friends, any one of my family members. For business insurance, life, health, home, and auto, Google Courtney Balza at Country Financial in Linwood. Policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Mariner Glacier Peak continue their warm-ups on the field turf here at Frank Goddard's Memorial Stadium. Let's talk about some football with Coach Joel Vincent. Let's start, Coach, with the home team. I mentioned in the opening segment, three coaches in three years, lots of personnel movement. The Marauders are really just looking for some stability. Yeah, and, and Coach was talking about that. And, you know, if you look at the really quality programs, I don't care what level, there's always the continuity in coaching. And uh, these kids, it's been a, a bit of a turbulent ride. I bet, you know, if you're a senior, you're on your third head coach. And, but uh, hopefully this, uh, this, the, the ship will get righted here, and uh, he'll be here for a while and, and uh, build Mariner football back into that, that, uh, that team that you never want to see on your schedule, I can tell you that. <laughs> well, you had some pretty good battles with Jackson teams and John Andrzejk here at Marauder Stadium. I always feel like this is such a unique stadium, and it's a tough place to play, right or wrong. It is a tough place to play, and, and for us, when I was at Jackson, this was the, I mean, we could be here faster than we could be to home games. I mean, this is closer <laughs> to us, but but uh, every time you came here, you knew you were in for a dogfight. Those Andrzejk teams, those uh, those uh, Stewart teams were just tough as nails. They've always got great, fast athletes here, so you always knew you were in, you know, when, when you're going to face Kavari Russell or Teo uh, Johnson, those guys that they've had right. in the past, you just knew you were in for an absolute battle when you came over here. I also mentioned in the Open that Glacier Peak having, well, a mediocre year so far, 2-2, two and two, 500 mark. That's the very definition of mediocre, but they lost some really good players a year ago. They lost some really good players, and, and the other thing is, as Coach Keck will tell you, we, we scheduled that non-league conference stuff to be tough, and I think with this young team, if you would have said, hey, Coach, what, you know, before the season, you might be 2-2 two and two after the first four games, but you'd be playing high-level competition and getting ready and letting these guys mature, I think he would probably say, I'd take that. I'm gonna. We're going back to you, Coach. We're gonna go over to Alex. Alex, what's going on over there? We got a very large Mariner marching band over here. Gosh, man, there's got to be hundred or so, if not more. And aren't you bad? They're over at the Glacier Peak side yeah. of the field playing for the for the fans. So it's pretty cool to see. And uh, looks like the Glacier Peak fans traveled pretty well over here, students <laughs> included. And uh, for the Mariner side, it's a little sparse right now, but I bet you'll uh, pick up here in a second. Yeah, but do you have your cowboy hat on? I do not. I left it in my car. Oh, man, I should have known. I should have read it. 
There you go. We'll, go. we'll see. Here from Alex throughout the evening. Coach, a couple of fairly easy games before the Grizzlies get a very tough marysville Pilchuck team that wrap up the regular season with Lake Stevens. So yeah. they, they can right the ship here. They can. And take the next two weeks to kind of fine-tune things, get some guys some more reps. Um, you know, we've seen marysville Pilchuck. I think that game has the potential to be a knockdown dragout um, because they're very similar, right? Very physical up front, good offensive defensive lines on both squads. Um, I think that's, that has the makings to be a great game. Were you surprised that Arlington beat Ferndale last week, and or were you surprised it was by 32 points? I was not surprised. I picked Arlington to win, but I was surprised by the margin. I really was. But right. uh, I think Arlington's that best team in that West Coast North. With, uh, what do you? I do. Better than Marysville Pilchuck? I do. Yeah. I mean, that obviously, when they match up, that's going to be a heck of you a know battle, what? Guess too. Guess what? That's where we are next week. Okay. Well, hey, <laughs> uh, you know what? That's a bonus. But, I mean, we're going to watch two quarterbacks from those programs that can absolutely spin it. They've got great skill guys on both sides. And, again, they're just really good up front. So, you know, it's just uh, it's just fun watching some of these teams in this area. Uh, you can tell the work that they put in in the offseason and going these seven-on-sevens and all that other stuff. Because if you're going to run spread like the Mariner coach was talking, hey, right. we're going to run modern football. Well, guess what? you got to just rep the living daylights out of that stuff over and over and over. And it's thousands of snaps. And you can tell these programs are doing it. How about the Wesco 3A South? Big game tonight is Mount Lake Terrace at Monroe. Zevion Jones against Blake Springer. Who did you like in that one? I picked Monroe in that one, and I'll tell you, part of my decision was it's just because Monroe's at home. Right. And, and I've traveled to Monroe, and you get <laughs> off the bus there, and those fans aren't real friendly when you're the visiting team. I can just tell you that. I can't tell you what they say sometimes on the air because the FCC. But, um, you know, they got a great atmosphere. Everybody's out there tailgating. Um, they really support the Bearcats out there. Um, boy, I mean, Mount Lake Terrace is good. Right. They are good. But I don't know. I just I saw Monroe at home, and I just I, that was the pick I made. A week out, how impressive was that West Lynn team last week? Every time Lake Stevens well, even saw a glimmer of hope, the Lions immediately answered back, and now we're hearing that maybe Jay Sean Lamar's done for the year. Yeah, you were you and I were talking about that uh, as we were getting ready for the broadcast. That that would be a shame if that's yeah. true. Um, but, boy, that West Lynn team is loaded. Those twin brothers, boy, they were something. They had a couple running backs that were just tough as nails. They got that young quarterback that flat throw it around. Um, and, boy, were they big up front. Right. And But big and athletic. So that was just a, that was a great game to watch, great game to call. And you're right. Every time Lake Stevens, they hung around and they'd score. But, you know, West Lynn does what good teams do, right? It's like, hey, all right. Let's go down and do it again. And I had a couple people on the weekend say, well, it seems like it was close. I go, well, West Lynn took a knee yeah, inside the five-yard line as time was expiring. They didn't put it in one more time. No, and, and you know, we were talking about Coach Eagle, and he's a first-class guy, and I thought that was a first-class move. Um, but um, if you were there watching the game like we were, you knew it wasn't close. Right. You, you knew that Lake Stevens was just hanging around, but it wasn't because they were uh, as good or better than West Lynn. Right. Um, so... Um, it was very clear to me from watching that game which of those two teams was the better team. We will continue live from South Everett when we come back. A pinpoint weather report from our Caracol Chief Meteorologist, Tornado Ted Beener. Stay tuned. Our West Coast Tonight pregame show is right here on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. 
Game days are always better at Dave & Buster's in Linwood at the Elderwood Mall. Why? More screen on their 40-foot wow wall. That's why. That's because more TV inches, more food and drinks, more space and more fun make the game we all know and love more special. So celebrate your team with your squad. Enjoy the games and the good times with an unbelievable lineup of beer options. Now that is on point. Add more ding, ding, ding to your game day with more food and more screen at Dave & Buster's in Linwood and online at DaveAndBusters.com. K-R-K-O. Playing songs that are great to sing with. Songs that pick you up. Even songs that ask life's unanswerable questions. Stop the rain. Does anybody really know what time it is? It's songs that make you feel good. And songs that make you think. Everett's Greatest Hits from KRKO. Stitch Mitchell here for the Marysville Opera House, which is one of my favorite buildings in the Pacific Northwest, and it's available for special events like weddings, business meetings, even family reunions. And what a setting for your event. This beautiful two-story building features a magnificent ballroom with chandelier lighting, plus a private garden and a groom's room and a bridal cottage to boot. See for yourself during their open house the first and third Wednesdays of the month from 6 to 8 p.m. Make a bold statement with your next event and host it at the historic Marysville Opera House. Details at Marysville wa.gov that's marysvillewa.gov wild birds unlimited we bring people and nature together it's sale season stop by your local wild birds unlimited and see what's on sale while you're there join the email club and be the first to know about specials and flash sales save every day and keep your backyard friends happy wild birds unlimited on evergreen way in everett wild birds unlimited we bring people and nature together. Welcome back to Frank Goddard Memorial Stadium in South Everett, where we're counting down to kickoff at the top of the hour between Glacier Peak Grizzlies and the Mariner Marauders. Today's game brought to you in part by Smoky Point Concrete, the Buzz In Steakhouse, Chevrolet of Everett by the law office of Russell Hill and by Screen Printing Northwest. Stay with us for our post-game show. We'll name the Karakio Radio Sports Marysville Toyota Player of the Game. We'll talk to him on the field. Be presented with a sweatshirt from Screen Printing Northwest. Let's take a look at the scores and schedule. A couple of games played last night involving Western Conference teams or Northwest District teams. Uh, Stellicum beat Meadowdale last night in overtime, 28-22. And Squalicum beat Burlington Edison up in the Northwest League final of 28-13. One game already underway, 6 o'clock game at Doc Harris Stadium down at Camas, and Camas Papermakers with a 7-0 lead in the first quarter over the Kamiak Knights. Other games tonight, Cedarcrest is playing Shortcrest. That's a 5 o'clock game at Shoreline Stadium. The 5 o'clock game at Everett Memorial Stadium is Oak Harbor playing at Cascade. Jackson is playing at Lake Stevens tonight. Marysville Pilchuck has traveled north to Ferndale. In the Stilly Cup, it's Arlington and Stanwood playing at Stanwood High School. Mount Vernon playing Marysville Getchell this evening at Cool City Stadium in Marysville. 7 o'clock game at Edmonds District Stadium. Just a single game tonight. It's Snohomish playing Linwood this evening. And then the 8 o'clock game at Shoreline Stadium, Edmonds Woodway and Shorewood. 8 o'clock game at Everett Memorial. It's Inglemore playing at Everett. As we mentioned, Motley Karras at Monroe. Lakewood is at Archbishop Murphy tonight. The Black and Blue Bowl, it's Sultan Turks and the Granite Falls Tigers playing at Granite Falls. Cascade Christian is playing at Kings. That's a big game in the 1A ranks. 
Darrington is at concrete. That's always a battle as well. Lots of battles tonight. Nia Bay is playing at Tulalip Heritage tonight. Seaholm is at Linden. Cedar Woolley is at Anacortes. Let's get a pinpoint weather forecast from Carrickfield's chief meteorologist, Tornado Ted Beater, for this first Friday night of fall. Fall is here and so is cooler weather. After a week of rain, skies have cleared tonight for another fine evening for high school football. Bundle up, though, with kickoff temperatures in the mid-50s, cooling down to around 50 degrees by the final whistle. Winds will be out of the northwest between 5 and 10 miles per hour throughout the game. More sunshine is in store for the weekend with highs in the lower 60s, but cool nights with lows in the 40s. The roof should be open for the remaining Mariner games against the Texas Rangers at T-Mobile Park through Sunday. Then some showers return early next week. I'm North Sound meteorologist Ted Beener. The pregame show resumes after this short break. Hey, it's Brian Mengel, and I'm here with Chuck Malin, general manager and head beekeeper here at Everett's Greatest Hits, KRKO. Hi, Brian. Chuck, tell us how businesses can benefit by advertising here on KRKO. Sure, Brian. It's a lot. Be sure and tell them how local radio is an effective way to talk to local consumers. Right. And, and tell them how KRKO can bundle radio advertising with digital marketing to produce great results for our advertisers. We do. And also... And of course, don't forget to tell them how to get in touch with us. Go to northsoundteam.com or call 425-304-1381. I think you just did. Well, thanks, Chuck. That was very informative. Anytime, Chris. Anytime. Put KRKO to work for your business. Call 425-304-1381. That's 425-304-1381. Or visit us online at northsoundteam.com. Everett's greatest hits, KRKO. Old School Americana is always on the menu at the restaurant inside Evergreen Lanes. Breakfast served all day with pancakes, omelets, even biscuits and gravy. Lunch and dinner options too at Evergreen Lanes, like a French dip, chicken fried steak, or a hearty burger. Pizza, nachos, potato skins, all options at Evergreen Lanes, even if you're not bowling this time. Evergreen Lanes, a block off Evergreen Way on 52nd Street. Full menu online, Evergreen evergreenbowling.com that's evergreenbowling.com get wise about your money with business wise how much money are you planning to leave behind for your loved ones if you wait to make it official you might be leaving less than you realize because gifts and estate taxes are going up secure the future for those you care about with estate planning from business wise insurance online at business-wise.com that's w-i-z-e again business-w-i-z-e.com Registered Investment Advisor in the state of Washington, CRD 297580. Let's talk websites and podcasts. We invite everyone to listen to our Prep Sports Weekly Show every Monday night, 7 o'clock live on KRKO Radio, AM 1380 and FM 95.3. You can also listen to the show anytime after it's over as a podcast on KRKO.com. Plus, tonight's game will be available in its entirety on the website as well. If you're looking for the Ever-Silvertips hockey game again tonight, the Silvertips are playing the Wenatchee Wild tonight at Angel of the Winds Arena. That game broadcast is underway. It can be found just up the dial on Classic Country KXA 1520 AM and FM 101.1. The Silvertips are also home tomorrow night taking on the Kamloops Blazers. That game is tomorrow, 5.30 pregame, 6.05 faceoff, and right back here on KRKO. Again, Silvertips hockey tonight on Classic Country KXA 1520 AM and FM 101. Just a quick look at the scorebook live state rankings. And, Coach, let's talk about this for a minute as we're counting down to a kickoff here in just a little bit. 
Class 4A, Graham Kapowson, number one. Skyview, two. Lake Stevens, three. Kennedy Catholic, four. Any any problem with those? No. Kind of the usual suspects, right? Yes. <laughs> and then Curtis Emerald Ridge, Bothell in the top seven. <clears throat> then Chiawana, Camas, and Kamayakin. Class 3A, Eastside Catholic. The defending 3A champs, Yelman, number two. O'Day, number three. Kennewick, number four. Bellevue, five. Kind of the usual spot there. Uh, I would agree with those. Then you get to Garfield, number six. Then Monroe, Arlington, and Marysville Pilchuck are seven, eight, and ten out of the Wesco 3A. So what does that tell you coming up? <laughs> it's going to be a big game. Yeah. 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 That's next week when we have Arlington at Marysville Pilchuck. Should be number, well, could be even higher, but number eight against number ten. Linden on top of Class 2A. No surprise there. And the court is number two, so two teams out of the Northwest League. Royal number one in Class 1A. Lakeside Nine Mile Falls is number two. Montesano three and Kings at number four. When has Royal not been number one in (laughs) in 1A? About the nine-time defending (laughs) state champion. Now stay tuned. Opening night of Western Conference High School Football 4A League action. The Glacier Beat Grizzlies have traveled about four miles west to meet the Mariner Marauders. Tonight's opening kickoff and game action coming up next on KRKO. Kia of Everett, the home of simple, easy, fun car buying. Buying a new car should be fun and quick. We understand our customers' most valuable asset is their time. We have one of the largest new car inventories in the Northwest, and with our Pricing Made Simple guarantee, we never lose deals over price. Whether you experience simple, easy, fun in person or online at KiaOfEverett.com, you will see the smiles, feel the energy, discover the excitement, so you know you picked the right place. Kia of Everett, your simple, easy, fun dealer. Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800-LAW-0842. The law offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 0842. I know it's hard to believe how expensive food has become. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that your neighborhood grocer doesn't want you to know. It's the Buzz In All Day Breakfast. Choose any piping hot cast iron breakfast skillet, the corned beef, tsunami, or Philly cheesesteak. A great deal on a great meal, $14.99. There's 12 locations, so get in the car and head to the Buzz In Steakhouse, where you get a lot for a little, and use that money you saved to do other things. Brian Berg here at the Shop of Arlington and Simmons Garage Tire Pros. We want you to love the drive. If your vehicle isn't allowing you to love the drive, it's time for us to talk. Whether it's big brands or small budget, we have you covered. From Michelin to Goodyear to Continental, General, Toyo, Cooper, Iron Man, Hercules, you name it, we have the brand that fits both your car and your budget. Give us a call so we can fit the right tire to you. Look us up online at the Shop of Arlington. The following is a sports exclusive of KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. This is KRKO Everett. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. For more than a half a century, K 
KRKO Radio has brought you the best of Snohomish County High School football. The tradition continues. First down, 31 yards to go for Arlington. Shotgun snap, no back. He'll throw it. It's going to be complete. They get something the back. Kate Younger, 30, 25, 20. We'll take it all back. It's fine, says Kate Younger. Touchdown, Arlington. Shotgun snapper for Goso. Throws it left-hand side. 20, 25, 30. Running with the field. He's gone. 40. At the 50. That's late. At the 40. At the 30. Up the left-hand side. 81 yards. Touchdown, Monroe! For the shotgun snap of a third and two. Take it away from the first man. Yeah, I was just going to say, Everett doesn't have a free Gardoski. Gardoski heads at the 30. At the 20. Gardoski in the end zone. Touchdown! Stepping up the puck is Matthew Grosen. Has the bar to 10. Runs over a guy at the 5. Here you give the end zone. Touchdown, Lake Stevens. There was one guy at the 5, and he was... Absolutely depleted. We are the station of record and the home of legends. Over the air at 1380 AM and FM 95.3. Streaming live at KRKO.com and available anywhere on the KRKO app. Novak drops back to pass, locks one into the corner of the end zone. Sukalis goes up and gets it. Touchdown, Arlington to Michael Sukalis. <laughs> Hand up, Carson inside, and he'll run. 40. He's at the 50. He's at the 40. See you later. Reservation for six. Hand five. Touchdown, Marysville Pilchuk. He's back. There you go. The final snap. And that is it. And after five tries, the Lake Stevens Vikings are the Class 4A state football champions. This is the best of Snohomish County High School football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3, Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. Come on, man, we can't have 12 guys on the kickoff. How do you know the fall is here? Well, for the first time this season, the sun will set before the opening kickoff. The Friday night lights have been lit. The teams are ready, and we are fired up. It's time for Mariner Marauders and the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. We come to you live from Frank Goddard Memorial Stadium on the campus of Mariner High School in South Everett. This is the West Coforey League opener for both Glacier Peak and Mariner. Tom Lafferty alongside former Jackson High School coach Joel Vincent. Alex Klostis is on the sidelines. Steve Willits has Everett Silvertips on ice duty tonight in downtown Everett. Our spotter is Bill Kusner. Our statistician is Buddy Patrick. And the run doctor, Brandon Hamilton, keeping us on the air at Caracol Studios in downtown Everett. Here here is the kick. It's going to be short and go out of bounds here on the near sideline at about the 27-yard line. Francis Crocker caught the ball and then just stepped out of bounds. They're going to put him out of bounds at the 29. So it'll be first and 10. Pretty good starting field position here for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Kind of a short kick there. Well, let's give you a Glacier Peak's starting lineup as we go along here. From tackle to tackle on offense, Jake Reed, Jackson Murphy, Kyle Martin, Cade Willis and Connor Aney. The tight end is Caden Skibble. The wide receivers Ben Williams and Irv Wynn, along with Dylan Healy. Chris Vonchi in the backfield, and the quarterback is Lucas Entler. Is Vonchi in there, Coach? He is. He is. We there were wondering a- if we see him tonight. Uh, he was a game-time decision, and there he is. He's in the backfield, standing next to Entler. Trip set out to the right, first and 10 from the 29-yard line. We're, well, the referee, that's going to be a false start. I heard a whistle, and then they started the play, and it's just going to be a delay of game penalty. That's just a weird way to start <laughs> start the game. Yeah. So, But it looked like they were going to run something uh, designed for Cuellar here, maybe get him out of the gate against his old 
old teammates right out of the right yeah. out, right off the start. Yeah, this is Isaiah Cuellar's old stomping grounds here. Yeah, him and uh, Loom, who's also out there at wide receiver. Okay, so it'll be first and 15 now at the 24-yard line. First and 15, about the left hash mark. They're going to give it to Bocce. Bocce up the right-hand side, 30, 35. Goodbye at the 40. 50, 40, up the numbers on the right side, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Glacier Peak. First play that actually gets off from the line of scrimmage, and it's a touchdown for Chrisman Bocce. And he did not wait to make his presence known here in this game. So it will be 76 yards for the touchdown. And just like that, <laughs> it points on the board for Glacier Peak. They had a first and 15 after they kind of sputtered to start. And then off we go. And it will be a touchdown for Glacier Peak. Aiden Larson to kick the football here for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Waiting for the snap from center. Here it comes. The kick is on the way up. And it is good. We'll step aside. 11 minutes and 43 seconds to play in the opening quarter of action. Suddenly, it's Glacier Peak 7, Mariner nothing. Back with more after this timeout. At Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, community is at the heart of everything we do. It's the spirit of togetherness and DIY magic that brings us all closer together. From lending a hand on your latest project to sharing tips and tricks, our store is more than just a place to shop. It's a hub where friendships are built and stories are shared. Discover top-notch tools, local expertise, and a friendly smile that's always there to help. Let's build, create, and grow together. Visit Lake Stevens Ace Hardware today. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. And welcome back. It didn't take but 17 seconds for the uh, the Glacier Peak Grizzlies to put points up on the board here. And Coach didn't take long. No, you know, we wondered if Ponchi was going to play. And, you know, he has not played the last two weeks. You were giving his stats before the game. He's 250-something right. yards. But you got to understand, that was in, in the first two games. Uh, he has not played the last two weeks, but he looked pretty healthy to me now. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he didn't lose a step heading up the right, the numbers, and heading in for the touchdown. So here is the uh, kick. Aiden Larson again. It's going to be end over end, fielded at the, about the three-yard line. That's going to be Cabalquinto. Cabalquinto out across the 10, out to about the 15, maybe the 16-yard line, where it'll be first and 10 now for the Mariner Marauders. Let's go to Buddy Patrick with a look at that scoring drive. Well, that drive, just one play, taking 17 seconds, 76-yard run by Bonchi. Aiden Larson's point after was good, and with 11.43 to go here in the first quarter, Glacier Peak 7, Mariner 0. That scoring recap brought to you by Kia of Everett, the home of simple, easy, fun car buying, whether in person, online, at kiaofeverett.com. You'll know you picked the right place. Kia of Everett, your simple, easy, fun dealer. So now Mariner will have it first and 10, their first possession. See if they can go 70-some yards for a touchdown, as Glacier Peak did. And they'll start with quarterback L.J. Moody in the backfield, standing in the shotgun, and flanked by a couple of running backs. They'll give it on the inside handoff. Not much running room there for Tristan Lolohea. He Coach mentioned him in the pregame interview. No gain on the play, or are they going to even give him? No, no uh, gain. No gain at all. So no gain for Lolohea. And it will be second down and 10 yards to go coming up here for, our, for the um, Mariner Marauders. Let's give you Mariners starters on offense across the front line. Hans Aratonovic, Ilya Grabowski, Kareem Sai, Sam Lamas, and Robel Abraham. We'll give you the other starters here in a moment. Second down, 10 yards to go. 
L.J. Moody stands to the shotgun. Now one wide receiver to his left. Actually one running back, but they're going to run it on a little end around here. Data Neong will carry. He's going to lose a yard or so. Put him back, oh, actually a couple of yards, back right onto the 15-yard line. The backs are Elijah Mendiola, Tristan Lolohea, L.J. Moody, Data Neong, Kip Evans. Slot back is Millie Sosa-Frias. Third down and about 13 yards to go here for the Marauders. The last running play was Data Neong, number 24, ran that one from his right end position. Now, but he lost four yards. It'll be third and 14. We'll call it third and 13 at the 15-yard line now for the Marauders in their navy blue jerseys. And now we're going to have some movement on the line. And the... It's almost like the referee, Brian Clute, didn't want to throw the ball, but it'd be a dead ball foul, false start here against Mariner. That'll back him up five yards. Boy, third down in a country mile. This is probably not the way Mariner wanted to start here. Be interesting to see how aggressive Coach is here on his play calling. Let's give you the uh, Glacier Peak defense across the front line. Connor Aney, Dane Chapman, and Tony Cherez. The linebackers, Owen Gluth and John Allison. The linebackers, Caden Skeebel and Brett Perlman. The safeties, Isaiah Cuellar, Adam Laum, Isaiah Olson, and Michael Darling. The defensive starters for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Third down, 18 yards to go. Shotgun snap, back to pass. Now running out of trouble, running, running to the right side across the 10. Quarterback keeps it across the 15. A tripped up, gets out to about the 16-yard line. L.J. Moody keeps it, gets about 8, but that's going to bring him up 10 yards short, so they'll have to punt the football away. Boy, Glacier Peak just brought the house. They brought two blitzers there, and uh, just the athleticism of the quarterback got him out of that situation. Um, now they're going to have to turn around and kick it back to Glacier Peak. They will, and the punter will be in there for the Mariner Marauders. On a fourth now and ten. Fourth and ten at the 18-yard line for Mariner. About the right hash mark. Waiting for the snap here, and they'll kick the football away. Luis Ramos to kick it. Oh, the ball was may have been partially blocked. Not blocked but it's going to go out of bounds at about the 41-yard line. AC, you said not blocked there, huh? Not blocked, but number 18, Adam Loom, was very, very close on that. But for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies, a lot of long and lean bodies, a lot of 6'3", 6'4", out here. It's just that kind of length at this age is, is going to be tough for the Mariner Marauders. And it's going to be great starting field position here on this drive, second drive of the game. First one only went one play, and they scored a touchdown. And here comes the second drive to start here on the Mariner 41-yard line at the left-hand hash mark. Out they come. Lucas Entler at quarterback, standing in the shotgun. Bonchi to his right. Double wideouts to the right with a slot man here to the near side. Will they put him in motion? No, they'll keep him there. And they're going to just a little cross action. They're going to give it to that around the right side. And that's going to be a... It will be Dylan Healy. Dylan Healy will carry from the left side. Healy's going to lose one. You know, I wonder if the man was going to go in motion, Coach, but they gave him in the motion on the handoff. Yeah, and, and the defensive end there for uh, Mariner, number 32, uh, Jordan Ealing stayed home and, and made sure that that play didn't go anywhere. So second down and 11 yards to go now at the 42-yard line for the GP Grizzlies. 
Shotgun snap for Etler. Stands at the 50, looking to pass. Now he kind of flushed out of the pocket. Now he'll hit upfield. Throws it, and it's up in the air and incomplete. Threw it up in the air. The intended receiver there was Isaiah Coyar Bell. He couldn't make the catch. He kind of threw it on the run, kind of almost under a little Patrick Mahomes-ish little, right there. A little Patrick Mahomes-ish, and I'm just wondering if uh, Cuellar was a little bit surprised he was getting the ball there. Because it, 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 yeah, it, it, it has some velocity on it as well, but um, he was probably thinking that Antler was just going to pull that down and throw it. So it'll be third and 11 here for Glacier Peak. Lucas Entler, the 5'9", 175-pound junior quarterback. Standing in the shotgun, bought the right hash. Double white house to the near side, the wide side of the field. Shotgun snap with a little low, stands at the 50. Now down he will go. Buried all the way back at the 48-yard line. It's going to be a big loss there. It'll be an 8-yard loss on the quarterback sack all the way back to the 50-yard line. Kareem Sai. We've got number changes, so we're kind of on the run here making some changes here. So Kareem Sai will be the man that got the, he got, that was a big sack and all the way back to the 50-yard line. So Glacier Peak now will have to punt the football. The kick is away, kind of a low, kind of a short kick, bounce at the 30 and go out of bounds, kind of off the side of his foot. So it'll be first and 10 for the Mariner Marauders. They'll start this drive. Decent starting field position. They'll start at the 30-yard line, first and 10. The chain gang has to move about a foot. <laughs> a few of the Mariner Marauders, you've you got to be really happy with that series uh, coming off the first one and giving up the touchdown on the, on the big one play. Uh, much, much better there. So first and 10 now for the Marauders. They will start this drive right on the 30-yard line. 7-0 lead for Glacier Peak. 7.37 to go. Opening quarter at Frank Goddard Stadium in South Everett. Wesco 4A opener for both teams. Mariner in their dark navy blue tops and pants. Navy blue helmets. White numbers and gold trim. Moving left to right here in this first quarter. First and 10. Shotgun snap to LJ Moody. Hands off. Escapes one man. Now he's going to hit up field. Tristan Lolahea. Escape one man gets about four yards. That's just sheer determination to get those yards. Yeah, that was a that was a kind of an improvised run there. Where he wanted to go was completely blocked and stopped up, and he just kind of cut it back into some daylight and made something uh, good out of nothing there. So a gain of four brings up second down and six for the Marauders. Mariner comes in at 0 and four, losing their first four. Glacier Peak at two and two here coming into this Wesco 4A opener. Ball at the left hash at the 34-yard line. It's second down and six yards to go. Trip set out to the right side. A lone setback back by L.J. Moody. And now we're going to have too much time taken. The back judge says, yeah, too much time. They took a lot of time there. If I'm giving you the whole setup, you know it's going to take a lot of time. The officials tonight, Brian Klutz, a referee. Mark Stoltz is the umpire. They had linesman Mike Wallace, the line judges, Ross Noe. Back judge is Trey Long. We saw Trey Long, the quarterback for Lake Stevens back in the uh, Tacoma Dome days back in, oh, five, six years ago. Yeah, and how great is it he's out here now wearing the wearing the striped shirt and, and uh, taking part still in uh, Friday Night Lights and, uh, you know, maybe giving a little bit back to the game. And I will tell everybody, if we remember, Trey Long had really long hair. Like, you couldn't see his number on the back, but he, he got a haircut to, to 
Adult, adulthood will do that. <laughs> it's so funny how that happened. <laughs> you know, some of us were really jealous. So second down and 11 yards go. High snap goes in. He threads the needle, throws the ball. It's going to be complete for no gain on the play. Kind of went high on the snap there and got the pass off. No gain on the play. And so it'll put it back to the 29-yard line. I thought maybe it was Kareem. Did we have a different number, buddy? What did you have for a uh, receiver on that one? Oh, <laughs> no, no idea. <laughs> Eighty-two is not listed on our sheet. So, third down and a yard to go at the twenty-nine yard line. You can only go with the information that you're supplied. So, third and eleven at the twenty-nine. Here they got to change their position. Another high snap. Moody will be chased out of the pocket, rolls to the right, still looking upfield. Now just throw it into the bench area and incomplete. Had no one to pass to downfield, good coverage downfield. That'll bring up fourth down, and Mariner will have to punt the football. Yeah, good pressure and good coverage means uh, the young man was had to just airmail it out of bounds and, and run the punt unit out there. So fourth and 11 at the 29-yard line, and it'll be punting time here for Mariner. I'll, yeah, the punter does check in there. That's Luke, Luis Ramos will kick it. One man, the up man, is going to be late to the party as he comes back out onto the field. The Banchi back there to receive at the 40-yard line. Oh, it's Cuellar back there. The kick is away. Cuellar's going to let it bounce once. He's going to field it while he's being tackled at the same. Wow, that's dangerous. <laughs> He went up high in the air to get it. He had a defender right on him. And so it'll be at the 40-yard line, first and 10 for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. An exchange of punts here the last couple of uh, possessions here. We're at 5 minutes and 37 seconds to play in the opening quarter. A 7-0 lead for Glacier Peak. The visitors tonight, and they're out to the line of scrimmage. White jerseys, white pants, navy blue numbers, silver trim, navy blue helmets. Moving from right to left here in this first quarter. Lucas Entler standing in the shotgun. Has Bonchi behind him. He'll give it to Bonchi around the right side. Same play they scored on earlier. This is going to get some yardage here across the 45 and out to about the 46-yard line. Crispin Valanchi on that carry. Gain of about six. Put him out to the 46-yard line. You know, if that play works, Coach, run it and run it and run it, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's the one they did score on the, at the beginning of the game. They came out the second series and, and tried to throw the ball, and it, it wasn't quite as effective. So, yeah, go back to what worked the first time. Now we're going to have – they're going to stop the clock here. Brian Clute, the referee, is trying to get him to stop the clock. They finally do. And I'm not sure what why we're stopping. Well, it was – did he go out of bounds? Yeah, that's what I'm – I'm thinking that that's what they're thinking. Okay. So I think <laughs> there's too much thinking here. Second down, four yards to go. Shotgun snap, but it's disrupted. That's going to go back and pick it up and try to run it back upfield at the 40, at the 45, and then hit hard at the 46-yard line. That was Irv Wynn, who kind of ran into the either intercepted the ball and was getting to the quarterback. It was just weird looking. Yeah, anytime you're running that uh, long motion across and you're trying to time that snap right as he goes by, you see that. You see that at many levels, actually. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened there. And, and he had the presence of mind to go pick it up and uh, get it uh, around the end. 
And now they're in a third and manageable. Yeah, they actually got one yard gain, so it makes it now third and three at the 47-yard line. Weird-looking play. Entler stands in the shotgun. Here's the snap. They're going to give it on the inside handoff now. It's going to be a different ball carrier. Francis Crocker carries that time. He's going to get one. That'll bring up fourth down. Fourth and two. Interested to see what Coach Keck decides to do here. What does Coach what does Coach Vincent do? He goes. Go for it here. Third. Yeah. Yeah, Mariner hasn't shown me, if I'm Glacier Peak, that they can move the ball effectively. So I'd probably go for it here. <laughs> uh, let's go down. Quality control coach. Alex, what would you say? Yeah, the guy who's way up in the booth back over there making sure everyone has their Mountain Dews and everything for the uh, the coaching staff. I'm taking a shot right here if, I'm, if I have it. The change of personnel here late in the the play, I think one player lost a helmet. So it'll be fourth and two going for it at the 48-yard line. Etler calls signals, or would you go for a hard count here? Yeah, it looks like that's what they're trying to do. Maybe they'll burn the timeout right before the delay game and come over and talk about it. They're looking. Oh, here it is. Here Here's the snap. They're going to roll out to throw. Throws it. It's going to be complete. Juggled. Caught. 40. Got left side. So that's Quayer across the 30 and down to the 25-yard line. That is Isaiah Quayar Bell and a homecoming of sorts played here at Mariner in the last couple of years. He gets all the way down for a 27-yard gain all the way down to the 25-yard line. Yeah, I, I like that. Go and play action. Mariner thinks you're going to probably try to rough, uh, run for that really tough right. two yards, and you fake that and go play action and hit Quayar. Not quite a shot down the field like our quality control coach called for, but still, <laughs> nonetheless. Here's a shot. Here's a shotgun snap. They're going to go for a bundle here down in the end zone. Incomplete pass. Quayar Bell was the intended receiver. And the, broken up by L.J. Moody, the quarterback playing in the defensive back position. So broken up there. Went for a shot there. They go for a shot. I think if Entler puts it more towards the goalpost to the inside, Cuellar can adjust to that. But he kind of threw it over the other shoulder. And Cuellar just couldn't quite adjust it to come down with that throw. Now we'll roll up to a second down. Ten yards to go at the 25-yard line. They'll take a little more time here looking over the sideline, getting the play signaled in from that far sideline capacity on the uh, visitor side there. They traveled well up 132nd and 128th. So Antler stands to the shotgun. Motion man now sets up as a slot man to the right. Off the left hash. They're going to give it to Chrisman Bonchi across the 25. Starts up at the 20. Escapes him out at the 15. He's at the 10. Spins into the end zone. Touchdown. Glacier Peak. 25-yard run. Chrisman Bonchi. I think he was touched, but not very hard. No, no, and boy, what great vision, because, I mean, there were a lot of bodies around there, but he just kind of squirted to whatever daylight he saw. Someone got a hand on him down there around the five, but he just spun out of that and, and uh, took, it over the, uh, took it over the line and scored. And he put it in the end zone, the second score of the game for Glacier Peak. They're up now 13 to nothing. Aiden Larson to kick the football for the Grizzlies. Waiting for the snap. And here it comes. On the way, and it is up, and it is good. So with three minutes and 21 seconds of play in the opening quarter, our score, the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 14, and the Mariner Marauders nothing. Back with more from Frank Goddard Stadium in South Everett after this timeout. What's the biggest myth about interscholastic performing arts? That you have to be the most talented or experienced to participate. The truth is anyone can be a part of their school's performing arts. 
There are countless opportunities for students to participate, from theater, choir, and band, to speech and debate. The bottom line, if you want to perform, there's a place for you. This message presented by the NFHS and the WIAA. Give you an updated score. Tulalip Heritage and Nia Bay are playing at halftime. Nia Bay leading Tulalip Heritage 44-6. to That's a halftime score. Camus was leading Kamiak 33 to nothing. That game down at Kamiak or down at Camus at Doc Harris Stadium. Here it's 14-0, the lead for Glacier Peak and the approach. And it's going to be kicked into the end zone for a touchback. And it'll be first and 10 at the 20-yard line. We go to Buddy Patrick with a look at that scoring drive. And Glacier Peak goes 60 yards, six plays, four on the ground, two through the air, taking 216 off of the clock, a 25-yard touchdown run by Bonchi. Aiden Larson's point after was good with 321 to go here in the first quarter. It's Glacier Peak Grizzlies 14, the Mariner Marauders 0. That scoring recap brought to you by the Buzz-In Steakhouse. If you're looking for a great deal and a great meal, head to the Buzz-In Steakhouse. Enjoy their signature breakfast Monday through Friday at 1030. 12 locations to serve you, including right here in South Everett. It's first and 10 for Mariner. <laughs> They'll start here at the 20-yard line after the touchback. And the Glacier Peak touchdown. And L.J. Moody stands in the shotgun. Here's the snap. He'll give it on the handoff. Right up the middle, Lolo Hea. And not much running room there. Maybe a three-yard gain. Put him out close to the 23-yard line. Let's go down the field to Alex Clausius. For Glacier Peak, for man, they could stop the run. Along with that length I mentioned a little bit earlier, they got some size down here, Tom, too. There's Connor Aney, who's right in the middle. It's going to be really hard to move him out of the way uh, throughout the entire game. And he's also doing it on the offensive side, too, on those two run plays uh, by Bonchi for touchdowns. Yeah, Coach, he's, he's just a large individual, 6'3", 285, Connor Aney. Yeah, Glacier Peak tends to have those guys. There's some in the water there. I don't know what it is. Well, he's also a state champion wrestler as well. So second down, seven yards to go at the 23-yard line. Now two running backs flanking each side of the quarterback, L.J. Moody. Here's the shotgun. They're going to toss it around the left side. Looking for some chance to turn the corner. Can't really do it. Not a lot of running room there. We're going to try to find out who number 47 is as well. Not on the roster that was applied to us. <laughs> so after the gain of a couple, no, no, no gain. <laughs> he doesn't get credit. If we don't know his number, he doesn't get credit. So it'll be third down and third down and seven yards to go for Mariner. Taking a long time in the huddle here. We're inside two minutes to play in this opening quarter, a 14-0 lead for Glacier Peak. And they will, Mariner's taking a whole lot of time. They're inside five on the shot, on the uh, game clock, on the uh, play clock. They were close. Little dump off pass. Now we got another flag down. Little dump pass. It's going to be complete to Lolo Hea. He kind of fights and picks his way for a few yards, maybe five, but I think the whole thing's coming back. There was way less than about a second left on the play clock before they got that ball snapped. And now Brian Clute, the referee, will say it'll be a holding penalty on that screen pass. So it'll be holding, and that'll back them up 10 yards from the point of that infraction. Yeah, the way Mariner gets their offense in is the quarterback comes all the way over here to uh, the offensive coordinator, it looks like. 
with the play sheet and lets them know where the play, and then he runs all the way back in. So it takes them a little while to get up there and get this, these plays off. Now they're still triangulating as to where that penalty occurred because I think it's going to be far enough upfield. Have we figured out? Have we marched it off yet? No, Mariner's ready to go, and they still haven't marched off the, the penalty yardage. So it's going to be 10 yards here. It's going to put it at the 14-yard line. So it'll bring up now third down and about 17 yards to go at the 14-yard line for the Marauders. I think we've all settled on that. L.J. Moody stands in the shotgun, and here comes the snap. Rolls to the right, looking upfield, looking for a hole, still rolling, still looking. Now he reaches his arm back, has a wide-open man at the 40, at the 50, at the 40, at the 30, and then all the way down to the 25-yard line. As the ball was caught... Well, Moody got to the edge, and uh, it uh, looked like Glacier Peak just didn't set a hard edge there. He got outside, and he just kind of extended that play, and the uh, receiver did a great job breaking his route off and uh, reversing direction, and, and all the Glacier Peak defenders lost contact with him. All that result, big play. Big play all the way down to the 24-yard line, where it'll be first and 10 at the 24. It was a 62-yard pass play. And good for a first down and deepest penetration here in this football game so far down inside a minute to play in the first quarter. Throw it over to the left-hand side. It's going to be complete, complete down at the 25-yard line. Be a loss of a yard there on that completed pass out to the left flat. Yeah, that's the second time Mariners throwing that little smoke screen out there to the wideout. Um, I think they've run it two plays for minus one yards. It's just not, it's just not there. Second down, 11 yards to go at the 25-yard line. And the play comes in from the near sideline. Take a lot of time in the huddle here as they come up to the line of scrimmage. We're 16 seconds to play in this first quarter. They'll probably get this play off. Boy, they just... <laughs> They kind of sauntered up to the line of scrimmage. We're down to four seconds to go in the quarter. Here is the shotgun snap, and it'll be a running play here. Lolahea will carry across the 20, inside the 20, and goes out of bounds there. And we have come now to the end of this first quarter. Our score, the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 14, and the Mariner Rodders nothing. Second quarter coming up right here on KRKO. The wait is over. If you've been holding off on getting your hands on a brand-new truck, now is the time to act. Introducing the 2023 Silverado 1500 Crew Cab RST, a powerhouse on wheels built for those that demand the best. And here's the deal you've been waiting for. For well-qualified buyers, enjoy an incredible 0% APR. Yes, you heard right, 0% APR. What are you waiting for? This deal is too good to pass up. Visit Chevrolet of Everett today to make this dream truck yours. Offer available to well-qualified buyers. Terms and conditions apply. See Chevrolet of Everett for more details. 
At Marysville Toyota, there's a better way to buy your next car. It's called One. One price, one person, one hour. Our best upfront price is clearly posted on every vehicle. It takes all the guesswork out. We'll work with you from start to finish. No awkward handoff, no finance office. One person will work with you the entire time. And once you've selected what vehicle you want and how you want to pay for it, we'll do everything possible to get you on the road and on your way home in one hour. To experience the power of one, go to MarysvilleToyota.com. That's MarysvilleToyota.com. Well, we got our best man on to see if we can find out who number 82 is. The PA announcer here. Who is it? Yep. Okay. Alex is going to try to find out down in the bench area. We apologize. This, the public address announcer for Mariner doesn't know who number 82 is, not supplied with the number, and we think it's Con Trong, but that's that's from Max Preps, which you can trust about as much as you can throw one of these fire engines down here across the street. So we'll, we'll get an official confirmation, hopefully, from an assistant coach or somebody. Maybe. Maybe he's a late transfer. They just haven't put him on the roster yet. Could be. <laughs> so, so it's going to be third down here for the Mariner Marauders at the 18, 17, 18 yard line, about the left hash mark. Trips that out to the right side on third and about four. They. Wildcat, they empty the backfield. The Wildcat runner, that is going to be Lola Hea, who will carry, not going to get the first down. Is going to come up a couple of yards short. Maybe half yard or a couple of feet, and that's all he got. So that's going to bring up fourth down here, but this deep in the territory, you would think Mariner will go for it here. Oh, I don't think their coaching staff will take a second thought of that. No. Yeah. Field goals aren't going to win this, and um, you're thinking this is a, this is a, a distance of yardage you, you think you can get. The fourth, fourth down and about three and a half yards to go. Ball this 18-yard line. So going for it here, L.J. Moody will take the shotgun snap. He'll hand it off. Lola Hea not going to get it. He's going to be buried right back at the line of scrimmage, and that is it. He won't get it. And so that'll turn it over on downs, and it'll be a Glacier Peak football, first and ten. Yeah, Caden Skibble was there to make sure he didn't get it, and Boy, if you're if you're Mariner, though, you got to be encouraged with that drive. Um, yeah, you know there were some real positive things in that drive. Maybe some things you can come back to later in the game. So that'll exchange it out, and it'll be the offense coming onto the field for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. I just noticing that two guys stayed. So two guys that played defense are also playing offense, and now one of those guys is leaving. <laughs> so one guy switches over from. Offense to defense. So here comes Glacier Peak leading a 14-0 in the second quarter. Lucas Entler, shotgun snap, handoff around the left-hand side. Isaiah Owens on the carry. He's going to get about a five-yard gain, put him out to the 22-23 yard line. So pretty good run there for Owens for Glacier Peak. Grizzlies again, the visiting team tonight in the all-white, white tops, white pants. Navy blue numbers, silver trim, navy blue helmets. Moving left to right here. We're in the second quarter. A 14-0 lead for GP, and they have the football. As Entler will get the shotgun snap. Fake on the handoff. Play action pass. Goes left side. Low throw. It's going to be complete. Not much running room there as Ben Williams caught that. It was a low, low, 
low and outside. He's got to lose a couple of yards on the play. And both teams are defending that smoke screen pretty good. We haven't we haven't seen either team be able to run that with uh, any real effectiveness. Kelvin Laulalo will come up and make the stop for no gain on the play. So that'll bring up third down and about five yards to go. They kind of keep moving the, <laughs> the down box over there. We'll call third and six now for Glacier Peak. Trips or double wideouts to the right side, the wide side of the field. One to the left, the narrow side. Balls at the left hash mark at the 22-yard line. Back to pass. Antler chase out of the pocket, throws it up. Going to be incomplete. A little too high in traffic. Nicholas Torgerson was the intended receiver. Went up and tried to get it. Couldn't come down with it. And that'll be fourth down. Quickly rolls up the fourth down, and they'll have to punt the football away. Kind of looked like it was catchable there but also had a couple of defenders on him. So fourth down coming up here, and punting time for Glacier Peak. Okay, we'll go down to Alex, and maybe we may have the mystery solved here of the... Leo Nazardi. Leo Nazardi. I talked to him himself. Oh, okay. <laughs> With this pass, you almost do anything. <laughs> So the, the punt is going to go very short and go out of bounds at about the 43-yard line. So Leo Nazardi, when, and Coach, when he asked the guy himself, I guess that's a good, good enough. Well, we hope he knows his name, yeah. But um, also you have, to, you have to factor in my listening skills with the, uh, the phenomenal sounds of the Mariner High School marching band in there, too, as well. <laughs> but we'll go with it. Leo Nazardi, thank you very much, AC, for getting that info in the... Mysterious number 82. <laughs> yeah, while you're at it, find out who number 47 is. At the 35-yard, <laughs> we're pretty much, it's a guess who tonight. 35-yard line, first and 10 for the Mariner Marauders. Down 14-0. Motion man back toward the formation. Ball at the right hash mark. Waiting for the snap. Here it is. Kind of a low snap, but they'll run the football. Right up the middle, Monty James on the carry. He gets gang-tackled and pushed back. They're going to give him some forward progress, about three, put him down to the 22-yard line. So three-yard gain. The clock is moving with the nine minutes and 18 seconds of play in the first half here at Frank Goddard Stadium in South Everett. Next week, big game, a couple of top ten teams. It'll be the Marysville Pilchuck Tomahawks and the Arlington Eagles from John C. Larson Stadium up in Arlington. Our first and only trip to, to Arlington this year. And then we'll be at Everett Memorial Stadium for a couple of weeks. I'm actually looking forward to seeing Cedar Crest play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we, we report their scores every week, and it would be, it'd be really nice to get our eyes on them. Second down, seven yards to go. Rolling to the left is Moody. No one to throw to. Now he's going to throw, and he does have somebody to throw to. It's going to be Nazardi inside the, fifth, or the 25 down to about the 23-yard line. The mysterious Leo Nazardi comes back and makes another nice catch. Actually, good head on the shoulders of L.J. Moody to get that ball off. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely demonstrated that he can extend plays and throw on the run, that's for sure. Glacier Peak's bringing the, bringing the pressure, but they just can't quite get him in, in their grasp. And that'll move the sticks, they say, at the 24-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for Mariner. As Moody calls the signal, stands at the shotgun. Trips that to the narrow side of the field here, wide open to the right. They're going to run the football. 
and that will be Monty James again across the 20, and James carries it just right up the middle down to about the 18-yard line. Give him a five-yard gain on the run by Monty James. You know, Mariners hanging around. They're, they're kind of building off the success of that earlier drive, um, having some success here, and now they're uh, uh, pushing it deep into the GP territory here. Yeah, they're in the red zone now at the 19-yard line after the five-yard gain, second down and five yards to go for the Marauders, and they will call a timeout, and we will too with seven and a half minutes to play in the opening half of action. Glacier Peak 14, Mariner nothing. Back with more after this. Introducing Mangle in the Morning. KRKO's new morning show with Brian Mengel. So it turns out in this new survey that one in four homeowners are using their home surveillance system not so much for home security, but instead to spy on neighbors. Huh. Note to self, I need to build a taller fence. Morning 6 to 9 a.m. It's a great way to start your day with Brian Mengel on KRKO. Welcome back to Frank Goddard Stadium in South Everett. Tom Lafferty along with Joel Vincent and Alex Clausius. Our spotter tonight is Bill Kusler. Our statistician is Buddy Patrick. Brandon Hamilton keeping us sort of on the air back at the uh, Caracol Studios in South Everett. Feeding us scores as well, a couple that he did. O'Carver, final score, beat Cascade 34-12. That was the early game at Everett Memorial Stadium. Halftime score, Camus leading Kamiak 39-0. Six o'clock game to start down at Doc Harris Stadium in Camas. Second down, five yards to go from the 19-yard line. For the Mariner Marauders who called the timeout, they'll give it a toss around the right side, around the right and down across. And you're going to have a first down, I think, the mysterious number 47. AC, you haven't found us who 47 is. It's on the it's on the agenda, Tom. Okay. i got some other things on, on top of that. <laughs> We're right. working to it. We're all working right, to it. Right. Coach, whoever it was, it was a pretty nice run there for yeah. 47. Yeah, and a, an old-fashioned toss sweep out of the spread. Pretty interesting look. So it goes to the 12-yard line where it'll be first and 10. Mariner on the move. First and 10 from the 12. Down 14 nothing. They come up to the line of scrimmage here. Man, they take a long time. Yeah, they do. Lucas Entler, 5'9", 175-pound junior quarterback. Standing in the shotgun, high snap, handoff. That's going to be Monty James again. It's still picking his way through. The he crossed the yeah. 10, he got hit by a wave of guys, and he just kept going. Yeah, he ended up finally finally going down about the three. He's going to get about a nine-yard gain. So it's going to bring up now second down and a yard at the three. And they can get that all-important first down, too, here without scoring. So. Monty James on that last carry. Now a second down and a yard to go at the three. So, as Coach said, you can get a first down or just punch one in here. Up to the line of scrimmage they come. As Moody surveys the situation, has a running back to his right. High snap again. They'll give it to Monty James again, and he's going to get stacked up and get nothing. Absolutely nothing there. The whole interior defensive line comes through for Glacier Peak there to stop James in his tracks. So it'll bring up now third and a yard to go. That's a lot of running for the uh, quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> all the way to the sideline, get the play, bring it all the way back in. Yeah, I mean, they're on the far hash mark, and he's got to run all the way over here and get the play. And then get 
get back to the team and let them know what we're doing. And Third and a yard to go at the three-yard line. As Moody talking to his running backs, one on each side of him. Back Joe's got his hand up. Yeah, we're inside five on the play clock. Waiting for the snap. Still hasn't happened. Did, did they get it off? They did. They're going to run the football. Lola Heo for no gain on the play. That's going to bring up fourth down. So fourth down coming up here. And here comes Moody over to the near sideline. Well, that's 40 yards one way. So, yeah. you know, it's, he's running 70, 80 yards. Yeah, he just got, got something shouted to him as he got about three-quarters of the way here. Probably, like, run the same play or something. But fourth down and a yard to go. That The interior run's not working here against the Glacier Peak defensive line. Now they'll split a couple of wide receivers out to the left side. Now they change some personnel, moving guys around. Now we're inside five seconds on the play clock, and we're going to have a timeout called by Mariner. They were not all on the same page in the hymnal on that one. So a timeout on the field called by Mariner, 425 to play in the first half, 14-0 lead for Glacier Peak. Back with more after this timeout. At Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, community is at the heart of everything we do. It's the spirit of togetherness and DIY magic that brings us all closer together. From lending a hand on your latest project to sharing tips and tricks, our store is more than just a place to shop. It's a hub where friendships are built and stories are shared. Discover top-notch tools, local expertise, and a friendly smile that's always there to help. Let's build, create, and grow together. Visit Lake Stevens Ace Hardware today. Ace is the place with the help hardware folks bottom of the second inning down at t-mobile park zero zero the rangers and the mariners if we're also keeping track of baseball scores and football scores and hockey scores on this busy friday night the last friday night of september we turn to the back nine if you will of the wesco western conference high school football schedule here So fourth down and a yard to go for Mariners. See if everybody's on the same page here. The ready for play whistle sounds. And Moody stands in the shotgun on a fourth and a yard to go. Lolo Hea is going to get it, and he's going to go down close to the... He's in. Touchdown. Lolo Hea carried it. Took him a little while to get through those bodies, but in for a three-yard dive and a touchdown for the Mariner Marauders. A well-spent timeout right there. Yep. Because... the way that other play was looking like it was going to get it started, it was good to take that time out and get those guys over here and get everybody on the same page, and it worked out really well here for the Marauders. And the coaching staff down in front of us are high-fiving and bro-hugging it out because they, they like the fact they got that timeout called and had the right play. Luis Ramos to kick the football now for the Mariner Marauders as they put points on the board here against Glacier Peak. And here comes the snap. For Ramos to kick the extra point. Now, placement. Nope, blocked. Never got off the ground and blocked. And so the extra point will be no good. Oadama Loom will come through. And he's also a transfer from Mariner. So on his 
used to be home field. Yep, he he gets... stole a point from his former teammates. <laughs> That's right. We're going to keep it right here during this switch over here with four minutes and 19 seconds to play in the first half. A 14-6 to six lead now for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. And we're going to go downstairs and see what Alex Klaus is finding out down there. I'm finding stuff out more personal than anything. And we just keep on walking about. But just great touchdown by the Mariner Marauders right there. You could just tell that they really needed that to just keep that energy and focus because they have been playing some good football tonight too at the same time. So it's going to be good to see. You can just see on the sidelines a little bit more life and energy into it. Well, I'd like to think if you're Coach Adkins and your guys, I, I think you'd be looking at this scoreboard. You'd be pretty happy at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one of those things, if I told you on Tuesday. That you'd be one score down with four minutes to go in the half, I bet you they'd take it. Yep, yep. Talking about playing the bat. You're playing golf tomorrow, right? Brand new clubs. I am. It's it's going to be an adventure. <laughs> with a bunch of young guys. A bunch of young guys, the young guns, playing the I-5 Cup. There we go. So here the approach. And again by Ramos, kick is away. It's going to be fielded at the five-yard line. Upfield the 10, Cuellar at the 20, 25 at the 30. Cuts back now at the 40, up the left side. One man to beat, and that's the kicker at the 30, at the 20. Reservations for six, touchdown. Isaiah Cuellar-Bell and the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Well blocked, well blocked. You know, he came to the middle of the field here at about the 50, and then he just took it, took an angle. Yeah, and I don't know if you saw it, but there was a wall of white jerseys there. Um, that was really, really well put together by that uh, kick return team. And uh, Cuellar was just off to the races. He's fast, and he beat the kicker. was the last line of defense back here at about the 40-yard line. That wasn't going to happen. And so just as good as Mariner felt after scoring that touchdown, and then Glacier Peak taketh away. Well, you know, that's what good teams do. Yep. We saw it last week we with abso- West Lynn. We absolutely saw it last week. And so waiting for the extra point on this end of the field for Glacier Peak. Here comes the snap. The kick is up, and it is good. So with four minutes and six seconds to play in the first half of action, our score now is 21-6. to six. Glacier Peak leading Mariner. Back with more right after this timeout. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Washington needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Let's give you a couple of scores from up north. First, about halfway through the second quarter, Arlington leading Stanwood in the Stilly Cup 7-0 up north. Also, Seaholm leading Linden 10-7 in the second quarter. And Accordance leading Cedro Woolley 7-0 also in the second quarter. We're going to get some uh, scoring... <laughs> Some scoring recaps here. Buddy owes us two. Didn't have a chance on the last one. Here's the approach and the kick by Glacier Peak. It's going to be fielded at about the six-yard line. Calaquinto on the return. Then he started going backwards. Got to about the 15, then started heading backwards, and that's not what you want to do. They're going to give him forward progress, though. They're going to put him at about the 15-yard line where it will be first and 10 
for the Marauders. And let's go to Buddy Patrick with the uh, first scoring recap. A Mariner goes 35 yards and eight plays, seven on the ground, one through the air, taking 5-16 off of the clock. Three-yard run by Lolohea. Ramos's point after was blocked, no good, and 419 to go in the second quarter. It was Glacier Peak 14, Mariner 6. We'll take a look at that other one after this play. That scoring recap brought to you by the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. That's the Ace Hardware Store, Lake Stevens Marketplace. First and 10 for Mariner, starting now from their own 15-yard line. They were to within a score, and now they're down by two scores again. And they'll come up to the line of scrimmage. L.J. Moody standing in the shotgun. Looks at a, his play on his wrist. Now he adjusts his running back and empties the backfield. And they're going to give it to Lola Hayo, who makes the catch out of backfield. He's going to lose about four yards. And that's Connor Aney coming all the way from the nose guard position to track that play down. Yeah, he just sniffed that one out. And let's go back to Buddy for the next scoring highlight. And Glacier Peak on that kickoff return, 95 yards by Quayar Bell, taking 12 seconds off the clock. Aiden Larson's point after was good. And with three and a half minutes to go here in the opening half, it's Glacier Peak 21, Mariners 6. That scoring recap brought to you by Marysville Toyota. One person, one price, one hour. Experience the power of one at Marysville Toyota on Smoky Point Boulevard. Second down, 14 yards to go. As Moody gets the snap, they'll run the football. Lola Hea, nothing doing for him. Dropped right at the 10-yard line. Uh, it looks like they're going to lose one. Officially, they're down the far end of the field. So loss of one. Clock is moving. We're at three minutes exactly to play in this first half at Frank Goddard Stadium in South Everett. The West Coast 4A opener for both the Glacier Peak Grizzlies and the Mariner Marauders. Now facing a third and 15 yards to go for Mariner from about the 10-yard line. I'd be interested to see if Coach Keck and his staff call timeout after this play, if they can get a, a, a no gain or close to it. Here is back. They're going to throw a little jump pass. It's going to be incomplete. I thought it was incomplete. Yeah, it is. It was late, it, late whistle. It wasn't a lateral. Yeah, and now Glacier Peak doesn't have to take that timeout. Right. So now they'll be able to have that uh, for when they get the ball back here and, and see what they can do with uh, well, it'll be just under two and a half minutes by the time they get the ball back here. Are you going to bring the house trying to block this one? Yes. <laughs> okay. They, I mean, they almost got there the first time. Right. Um, In fact, there's no up man here, so they'll have a uh, a man back to. Yeah, but the, but they got ten guys on the line of scrimmage here, so yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're they're bringing the house. Luis Ramos to kick it, and he's standing on the goal line. Quayar Bell is back. See what he does here to receive. But he's got no help back there. They don't get the block, but it's going to be bounce at the 35, at the 50, and then goes to the 49-yard line. They almost got there again. <laughs> they did. And now, the, now it's a long field, 51 yards away for Glacier Peak. Not a bad kick under duress there. They're going to put him right on the 50-yard line, so it'll be first and 10 for Glacier Peak. So the scoreboard here, Tom, doesn't have a timeout, so we know how many timeouts Glacier Peak has? I don't think they've called one. Okay, so they should have three. So this should be plenty of time to operate if they've got those two or three timeouts. So ball's at the right hash mark, first and 10 from the 50-yard line for Glacier Peak, leading it 21-6. to And now see what they do here. 
the final two minutes and two, 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 two minutes and 22 seconds to go in the first half. Motion man back toward the formation, but they'll run the ball around the left-hand side. That's Woods across the 45 down to the 40. That is Owens. Owens on the carry. Nine-yard gain for Owens down to the 41-yard line. That's a good-looking sophomore running back right there. Yeah, it's been a while since we've seen Bocce play the first couple of series. Well, there was that odd tackle, remember, where we didn't know if they went out of bounds or right. whatever, and I thought he might have kind of got bent a funny way, and we really haven't seen him much after that. Fake on the handoff, rolling back on second and one. It's going to be complete. Downfield to 35-30, down to the 25. That is Caden Skibel who will make that catch. Turnaround just came back and got it. 19-yard gain on the pass play. First and 10 for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Clock is stopped here as he stepped out of bounds with a minute 43 to go. Skibble, who made that catch. <laughs> so, see what they do here on a first and 10 at the 23. Bought the right hash mark. Double wideouts to the left. And here's the snap here. As Etler rolls to the left, looking upfield, squares up. Now he gets chased out of the pocket, and down he will go. It's going to be a sack back at the 25-yard line. It's going to be a loss of three that time. Nobody was open downfield. Jordan Ailing in on the sack. He'll get credited for that and put it back at the 25-yard line. Does that change your thoughts, or are you still going to try to put one in here? Oh, I'm absolutely going to try to put one in here. Second down, 13 yards to go, a minute 13 to go. And, yeah, somebody left really, really, really early. <laughs> yeah, so they weren't even close on that one. That's going to be a false start here against Glacier Peak. So that'll back them up five more yards, put them outside the 30-yard line. With a minute 11 to go, still with all their timeouts, leading at 21-6. to six. And putting it back at the 30, and that'll be the first timeout called here by Glacier Peak. As they step out, we will. A minute 11 to go in the first half. 21-6 to score. Glacier Peak with the lead. Back with more after this. The wait is over. If you've been holding off on getting your hands on a brand new truck, now is the time to act. Introducing the 2023 Silverado 1500 Crew Cab RST, a powerhouse on wheels built for those that demand the best. And here's the deal you've been waiting for. For well-qualified buyers, enjoy an incredible 0% APR. Yes, you heard right, 0% APR. What are you waiting for? This deal is too good to pass up. Visit Chevrolet of Everett today to make this dream truck yours. Offer available to well-qualified buyers. Terms and conditions apply. See Chevrolet of Everett for more details. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. KRKO Everett. We'll give you some score updates all coming up at the half here, which is a minute and 11 to go until that happens. Now a third or second down and about 17 yards to go for Glacier Peak. Ball at the 30-yard line of Mariner. Lucas Entler gets the shotgun snap. Dumps it over the left-hand side. It's going to be complete at the 20 down to the 19-yard line. Laum will make that catch. Be at about 11-yard gain on that one, so it puts it back just inside the original line of scrimmage, so it'll bring up third down and about eight yards to go for Glacier Peak. Tick, tick, tick with 50 seconds to play. They've used one timeout. Lots of time. This is two-down territory for them. Third down 
and seven yards to go. Ball the left hash inside the 20-yard line. Etler drops back off the empty backfield, threads the needle, puts it in there. It's going to be complete. Down to Laum again, made that catch. He had to come back and get it. He may have shortchanged himself from getting a first down. They haven't moved the... Are they saying incomplete? No. They're, they're marking it. Are they moving it down? Yep. Yeah, we, I think they gave him enough for the first down. Okay, so it will be a six-yard gain. What do you got, AC? I was right here next to it. It was right at the line. It was a great, I guess, the throwback for you, Tom, a nice butt hook route. Came back right at the sticks, but at the same time, uh, Coach Keck wanted a nice timeout and did not uh, receive it right on time. So he's a little bit angered by that, especially it ran off about eight seconds. Will they adjust the clock here? What if they will? Alex Clausius pulling out button hook. Button hook. There button you go. Hook. I think modern football. modern football, we call that a hitch route, but you know, button hook. <laughs> button hook works. For our uh, our guys up in the booth with Tom and Bill Kusler, I just wanted to make sure they knew what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first and ten after the timeout. Now, Brian Clute, the uh, referee, is coming over. I think to talk to C.J. Atkins. I think they're. I think they're gonna put some more time on the clock. Yeah. Though. In fact, he's going three, four. 34 on the clock. 35, so I think, is what he's saying. 35 on the game clock, so they're going to adjust the clock. So they're going to go to 35 instead of 26, so they lost nine seconds. So that will be at 35. So here we go. So they did get some extra time after the timeout call. Good. I'm sure Coach Keck was reminding them that that clock should have stopped when they had to move the chains. And Yeah. So first and 10. And they're at about the 12-yard line. First and 10 at the 12. They move a man to the right slot position. They'll fake the handoff, throw back against the grain. It's going to be complete and into the end zone touchdown. Touchdown as Williams will haul it in 12 yards away. Coach, they looked like the whole house was going to the right. And Williams says, I am over here all by myself. Yeah, that's by design. Um, Adler actually kind of does a half roll to the right. Then he throws that little slip screen, tunnel screen back to the left. And it was really well blocked. I don't even think that uh, the receiver was touched there. Well designed, good play call, and they punch another one in right here before the half. Makes it 27 to six with 29 seconds to go here in the first half. So after Mariner puts one in, Glacier Peak is answered with two touchdowns to open up the lead and waiting for the extra point to go on the board as well. The ball is airborne, and it is good. So with 29 seconds to go in the first (laughs) half, we'll keep it right here. 28-6 to the score. The lead now for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies, 28-6. to A couple other scores that we can pass along to you. 21-0, Arlington now leading Stanwood with three minutes left in the second quarter there. Some other scores. Lake Stevens leading Jackson in the second quarter, 21 to nothing. Halftime score. Camas leading Kamiak, 39 to nothing, down in Camas. Earlier final from tonight. Oak Harbor beat Cascade, 34 to 12. Snohomish leading Linwood, 13 to six. The Panthers looking for their first win of the year. So those are the updates we have. Ferndale leading Marysville Pilchuck in the second quarter, 20 to 14. Games all over Snohomish County and Skagit County and Whatcom and just about everywhere on this Friday night, about the halfway mark of the regular season. 
Aiden Larson to kick it now for Glacier Peak. Back to the Marauders. And the final 29 seconds of this first half. Mariner making some personnel changes here. They're not thinking it could be an onside kick. No, they're not lined up like they think it's going to be that. Coach Vincent might do an onside kick. And I don't think he would. No, I wouldn't. Here's the kick away. It's going to be fielded right at the goal line, heading up field. That is Cabalink Quinto up the middle, across the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, all the way out across the 35 and out to the 36-yard line. That's Cabo Quinto, Quincy Cabo Quinto on the return. Right straight, nothing fancy there, right up the gut. No, it's fearless, man. That, that kid's not even very big, and he just hit it up in there and ran in the mess and ran hard and got a good return out of it. 5'9", 165, a senior. Put him out to the 35-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for Mariner. Now down to 23 seconds to go. Mariners used a couple of timeouts. Yeah, I think if you're Coach Adkins here, you run something conservative, get your kids in at halftime. And... So first and 10 from the 25. Shotgun snap here for L.J. Moody. Stands in the pocket, now being flushed out. Now kind of weaving his way upfield. Still looking to throw it. Flag is down. Throws it downfield into traffic. Knocked away. Bodies on the floor. One of the Glacier Peak players is injured. Tristan Lolahea was the intended receiver out of the backfield. And I think we're going to have a hold here against Mariner. Yeah, it appears to me Isaiah Olson is the Glacier Peak player. Might be a little shook up. He's up on his feet now. I think he probably got the wind knocked out of him. They they both went up high in the air to try to get the interception yeah, and landed I, hard. I agree with you. It, it almost appeared like he just landed flat on his back. Ouch, that hurts just thinking about it. Well, yeah, and then... <laughs> That air goes out of your lungs, and it's that weird feeling. I don't know if you've ever yep. had it happen, oh, yeah. but you can't, like, get a breath, and it's, it's uh, you just feel kind of powerless. But this is all coming back anyway. All that was superfluous down there because the play, <laughs> the play had been flagged back here at the line of scrimmage at the 35-yard line. So back them up a whole bunch. Put them back at the 25-yard line from the 35. So that... What was that? Did you see what the official was? I'm not sure what the signal was. Oh, I was... I. Yeah. Boy, I'm totally confused. That It was like un, no signal I'd ever seen from an official. First and 20 now. First and 20 from the 25. We'll have to, we'll have to find out what that was. Another thing for Alex. There you go. He's got a whole list of an agenda at halftime. 12 seconds ago, back to pass. Rolling back, flag down. Still rolling back. Still going to be thrown down. And then he lets go of the football. It's going to be incomplete. Over into the bench area as the quarterback, L.J. Moody, was being chased. The flag came down way back in, in the early stages of that play. We're down to three seconds to go in the first half. And they will mark the penalty here. And he's telling the uh, players to back away from each other as they're going to talk about things. A hold. We figure that. 
And Mariners already gone back onto the huddle, and they're ready to go, and they haven't marked the football yet. And now I think um, the referee wanted to know if Shane Keck wanted to take the penalty or not. Now, in the old, old days, Dick Armstrong took off his hat if he wanted to accept the penalty and put his hat back on. Right? That's what you did in those days. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was before my time. Right. <laughs> yeah, the day of the button hook is when you, the coaches took his hat off. The single wing and the button hook. <laughs> That's right. So this is going to back him up. It's going to be first at about a $12 Uber ride here at the 15-yard line. They're, going, they're stuck in reverse. So from the 15-yard line now, still in the shotgun, Lolohea will carry it, and this first half will come to an end. As Lolohea gets a couple of yards back, but they needed a country mile to get the first down. And we're going to see if Alex can grab Coach Keck as he goes off the field here. They have the lead at 28-6 to here at the half at Frank Goddard Stadium. The West Coast for a opener for both the Marauders and for the Grizzlies. And AC is, <laughs> he's, he's, he's running off the field slower than the uh, players are running off. Buddy's, Buddy's got a Mariner update for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're going to see if we can catch Coach Atkins here. Maybe we'll get him from Mariner here for a moment. Let's go down to AC. Coach. First half, got some good momentum going on offense. How do we keep that up a little bit more and, and keep Moody a little bit running around for his life? Yeah, um, well, we got to protect him. Um, when we protect him, good things happen. Uh, we got to be consistent as far as running the ball. It starts with the run. So if we can run the ball a little bit more, we'll be more successful in the passing game. Um, more than that, our defense needs to step up, right? If we can hold them, we prove that. But we, we can't have the mental errors. Too many too many mistakes. Too many mistakes. Awesome. Thanks, Coach. There you go. Thanks very much, Coach. And thanks to Coach C.J. Atkins for his thoughts here heading into the halftime locker room. We're at halftime at Frank Goddard Stadium in South Everett. And our score at the half, it's the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 28 and the Mariner Marauders 6. We'll come back. Our halftime festivities. A look at the out-of-town scoreboard and the first half scoring after this timeout. For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund has been serving the greater Puget Sound area with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality, based on customer satisfaction. Glass by Lund is also a big supporter of the local community and has been a longtime sponsor of West Coast High School Sports. So next time you're in need for a window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, tabletop glass, residential or commercial, why not call a place that has glass in their name? For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund. To schedule a free estimate, Go to glassbyland.com. K-R-K-O. The station specializing in songs that pick you up. Music makes you feel great, you know? Songs that get you singing. How can you not sing along? Sing with me, sing for the year, sing for the left, sing for the tear. Your music. I know all the words. It makes it easy to sing along. Maybe I'm amazed at the way you help me sing my song. It's Everett's Greatest Hits, only on K-R-K-O. 
break out of your reading rut with help from your local library. Tell us what you love to read or what you don't, and we will create custom reading recommendations tailored to your interests. You can request recommendations for any age, any genre, and in your preferred format ebooks, audiobooks, or physical books. The staff can even provide movie recommendations. Learn more at snow-isle.org slash custom reading list. That's snow-isle.org slash custom reading list. Gary Duke here with Maury the Movie Guy who recently purchased the new 2023 Honda CRV from Honda of Marysville. Hey Maury, tell me how the experience was different from what you had in the past. In the past, can't commit to anything. We have to be really close to our vest. We don't want to be cheated out of anything. But the car buying experience is not like that anymore. It's especially the way it is for Honda of Marysville because it's part of our commitment to changing the auto industry of how it used to be to, to how it really should be to provide a great customer experience. Don't take my word for it. Find out for yourself. Go to hondaofmarysville.com Welcome back here to, welcome back to the Frank Goddard Stadium in South Everett where the Glacier Beat Grizzlies lead the Mariner Marauders 28-6 about to be entertained by the Mariner marching band out on the field and Buddy Patrick's about to entertain us with a look at the first half scoring. Entertain me buddy. Oh I will do my best. The scoring started with Glacier Peak. Going 76 yards, just one play, taking 17 seconds. It was a 76-yard touchdown run by Crispin Bonche. Aiden Larson's point after was good with 11.43 to go. In the first quarter, it was the Grizzlies 7, the Marauders 0. Then Glacier Peak a little bit later goes 60 yards in six plays, four on the ground, two through the air, taking 2.16 off of the clock, a 24-yard touchdown run by Bonche as well. Aiden Larson's point after was good, and with 3.21 to go in the first it was Glacier Peak 14, Mariner 0. The Marauders get on the board, though, later in the second quarter, 35-yard drive in eight plays, seven on the ground, one through the air, taking five minutes and 16 seconds off the clock, a three-yard touchdown run by Tristan Loloea. Luis Ramos's point after was blocked by Glacier Peak, and with 4.19 to go in the second quarter, Glacier Peak 14, Mariner 6. The Grizzlies answered right back on the kickoff return, a 95-yard kickoff return by Isaiah Kirar Bell, taking 12 seconds for that return. Aiden Larson's point after was good. Four minutes to go in the first half, 21-6 Glacier Peak. The Grizzlies got one more on the board, though, before halftime, a 50-yard drive, six plays, two on the ground, four through the air, taking just shy under two minutes off of the clock. A 12-yard pass from Entler to Ben Williams. Larson's point after was good, and here at halftime, it is the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 28, the Mariner Marauders 6. That first half scoring rundown brought to you by Smoky Point Concrete. Smoky Point Concrete has been part of strong foundations for more than four decades. Let's keep building teams and communities, SmokyPointConcrete.com. When we come back, we will take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Our score at the half. 28-6, Glacier Peak leading Mariner, back with more right after this timeout. Do you have a car sitting around you want to get rid of? Then here's a great idea. Donate your car and help veterans and their families. Yes, one fast call to the Veteran Car Donation Program and we'll come and remove your car for free. Fast, free towing, and 24-hour response. You can donate most cars, trucks, or SUVs in most conditions. The proceeds raised goes to help active military, veterans, and their families, and you get a tax deduction. All you need to do is make this free call. Get rid of that old car and help the vets. We make it easy. Make this free call now and book your fast and easy pickup. 
Call the Veteran Donation Program now. Donate your car and help veterans and their families. Operators are standing by. Here's the number. 800-296-1564. 800-296-1564. Once upon a time, Washington State legalized marijuana for adult use. However, driving under the influence of marijuana has never been legal. Almost 90% of the young adults in Washington don't drive under the influence. Call a ride, sober friend, or fairy godmother if you or your friends have been using marijuana or alcohol. Most steer clear to find their happy ending. To find out more, visit moststeerclear.org. This message brought to you by Neighborhood House and the Washington Traffic Safety Commission. For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund has been serving the greater Puget Sound area with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality, based on customer satisfaction. Glass by Lund is also a big supporter of the local community and has been a longtime sponsor of West Coast High School sports. So next time you're in need for a window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, tabletop glass, residential or commercial, why not call a place that has glass in their name? For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund. To schedule a free estimate, go to glassbylund.com. We welcome you back to Frank Goddard Stadium in South Everett where the Glacier Peak Grizzlies are leading the Mariner Broaders 28-6, being entertained by the pretty good Mariner High School marching band out on the field here on this Friday night. Let's run through the out-of-town scores. Final score, Oak Harbor beat Cascade tonight 34-12. That was a 5 o'clock game at Everett Memorial Stadium. The game just wrapped up down at Doc Harris Stadium in Camas, and the Camas papermakers beat the Kamiak Knight shut about 53 to nothing the final there. The second quarter score at Lake Stevens, they're leading the Jackson Timberwolves 35 to nothing. Ferndale leading Marysville Pilchuck 20 to 14 in the second quarter. Stilly Cup, Arlington leading Stanwood 21 nothing. That is in the second quarter of that game at Stanwood High School. Snohomish leading Linwood 13 to 6. Second quarter score down at Edmonds District Stadium. Halftime score, Monroe leading Montlake Terrace. Low scoring, 13-3, that game out at Monroe High School. Second quarter, the Black and Blue Bowl. Granite Falls leading Sultan, 17-14. Second quarter score, battle a couple of 1A powerhouses. Cascade Christian 7, King 7. That's down at Wolsey Stadium in Shoreline. Nia Bay leading Tulalip Heritage, 44-6. That is at the half. Linden leading Seahome, 22-10 in the second quarter. Halftime score, Anna Cordes leading Cedar Woolley 14 to nothing at the half. Then a couple of final scores from last night. In overtime, Stillicum beat Meadowdale 28-22. And also last night, Squalicum beat Burlington Edison final of 28-13. That's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Brought to you by Glass by Lund, family owned and operated since 1967. Offering the best price, value, and quality installation online at Glass by Lund. We'll take a break. When we come back, a look at the first half numbers, and we'll hear from Coach Shane Keck as they come on the field. Halftime score, 28-6. Glacier Peak leading Mariner. More from South Everett after this timeout. 
The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. Building communities. That's a specialty of Smoky Point Concrete, and they're looking for some new people who share their vision. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit ReadyMix are hiring CDL drivers and non-drivers to grow the business and continue a proud tradition. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Growing a team, building a community. Smoky Point Concrete, an equal opportunity employer. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Attention to Lalip Tribal members and employees. Did you know that your insurance covers all treatments offered at Symmetria Integrative Medical? That's right. Whether you're struggling with back or neck pain, migraines, joint pain, neuropathy, losing weight, and other health concerns, we're here to help. Take advantage of your insurance coverage and schedule an appointment today. Let our expert team guide you towards optimal health and wellness. To learn more, go to SymmetriaMedical.com. Symmetria Integrative Medical. We treat the whole body so you can have a whole life. Today, yes, today is a good time to come to Pacific Power Batteries to stock up on batteries, flashlights, and backup power devices for the upcoming stormy season. Why wait? Selection of lanterns and solar charges has never been better for you storm preppers. Pacific Power Batteries is the perfect place to start being a storm prepper. There's lots of online info about how to protect your home and business, so come see us for systems to avoid being a storm victim. Pacific Power Batteries, we're here for you. 28 to 6, the score. Glacier Peak leading the Mariner Marauders. And let's go to Buddy Patrick with a look at all of the numbers so far. Well, Coach Vincent would just get out of my space. All right. Yeah, we so have so start. much space up here. <laughs> so much space. We'll start with the Mariner Marauders here on the ground. Tristan Lolahea, 11 carries for him, 20 yards lead uh, with one touchdown. Monte James, four carries for 17 yards. And the quarterback, LJ Moody, kept the ball one time for eight yards. Through the air, Moody, four for six for 64 yards. Three of those receptions go into Leo Nazardi uh, for 68 yards. 49 on the ground, 64 through the air, 113 total yards for the Mariner Marauders. For the Glacier Peak, Grizzlies on the ground. Crispin Bonchi, just three carries for him, but for 107 yards and two touchdowns. And then we have not seen him since probably the first quarter. Isaiah Owens, two carries for him, 14 yards. Uh, 111 total yards on the ground for the Grizzlies. Through the air, Endler, 6 for 9 for 74 yards and a touchdown. That pass going to Ben Williams. He has two receptions for 11 yards. Adam Loom, two receptions for 17 yards. Isaiah Couillard-Bell, one reception for 27 yards. 111 on the ground, 74 through the air, 185 total yards for the Grizzlies. And in the penalty Department, Mariner Marauders, five penalties in that first half for 40 yards. Glacier Peak, two for 10 yards. Thank you very much, buddy. A reminder, Ever Silvertips are playing as we speak over on Classic Country, 1520 AM and FM 101.1 tonight, taking on the Wenatchee Wild. Tomorrow night, they're home against the Kamloops Blazers, and we'll have that game right here on Caracale, 530 pregame, 605 faceoff from Angel of the Winds Arena in downtown Everett. Our Prep Sports Weekly Show comes your way 
on Monday night, 7 o'clock. Steve Willis joins me in studio with an array of guests. And then next Friday night, we will be at Arlington High School, John C. Larson Stadium for the Marysville Pilchuck Tomahawks and the Arlington Eagles. Both teams looking like they're on their way to victories tonight. So should be a real battle, a couple of 5-0 and teams and both ranked in the top 10 in the Class 3A for the state. And so that is what's coming your way. Next week, we'll have Cedar Crest and Everett at Everett Memorial Stadium the following week on the, is that the 14th? It is the 14th. No, it's Friday the 13th, the lucky Friday the 13th in a couple of weeks. Next week's the 7th and the the following week. Okay. Doesn't bother me. I, uh, 13 was my number, so. Oh, okay. That's good. Well, I picked it in middle school because I know nobody would fight me for it. <laughs> so, everybody, uh, everybody wants to be 7. Everybody wants to be 20. Nobody yeah. wants to be 13. Your thoughts on this game so far? Uh, well, if I'm, I'll just start with Mariner. If I'm okay. Coach Atkins, I'm encouraged by some of the stuff I saw. He was right in what he told us in the pregame. His kids are physical. They don't give up. They don't quit. I'm, uh, you know, just the, just something um, that you'd have to look closely to see. But those Mariner kids getting that offensive huddle, they all have their arms around each other. You can tell that they really care about each other. They're playing hard. They're, they're not going to back away. We're going to see that the rest of the game. Glacier Peak, um, I think uh, if you're Coach Keck, you might, we're probably a little frustrated with about an eight-minute stretch in there where you probably weren't playing your best and you're right. kind of playing around and, and letting Mariner stay in it there temporarily. But uh, once they got rolling there, um, it, it seemed that uh, they are back on yeah, track. And, and, I'm, on. and I'm sure that uh, you know the message from Coach Keck at halftime is going to be, you know, go out and do what you need to do and what you're supposed to do, and we'll go get on the bus and go home. Yeah, we'll hear from um, Glacier Peaks coach Shane Keck coming up in just a minute. So after tonight, Glacier Peaks, their remaining schedule, last half of the season, they'll host Kamiak next week at Marysville Pilchuck in a non-league game the following week on the 13th, and then at Jackson, a game we will do over at Ever Memorial Stadium on the 20th and then hosting Lake Stevens on the last game of the regular season, the 27th, and the 4A Quad District playoff games on the 3rd of November. So that's the remaining schedule for Glacier Peak. For the Mariner Marauders, we'll talk about that in a moment. We'll go down and hear from Shane Keck with Alex Clausius. Coach, 28-6 lead at half. I'm sure there was a couple of mistakes that you kind of corrected at half. What was the message to the team? Sure, yeah, I think just uh, go execute. You know, uh, yeah, obviously our kicking game struggled a little bit, but then our kicking game flipped the field and, and scored a touchdown. So uh, just just trying to continue to get better. You know, I think young football team, we're still growing. So, you know, some positives and then obviously some stuff to learn from. You just talked about special teams a little bit. Talk about that kick return by Cuellar. What was kind of that setup and how important has he been so far to the team? Yeah, he, he's a special player, obviously. That's the second one of the year. You know, our kick return uh, game's pretty special. So, you know, week in and week out. Uh, we've been able to flip the field and bring it back across the 50, I think, seven or eight times this year. So uh, it, it's been a real good weapon for us. Awesome. Good luck in the second half. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks very much, AC, with Coach Keck and Coach Vincent. Talk about that. How important. You've had some pretty good return guys, too. That, what he talked about, flipping the field when you start on the plus side of the 50. Well, yeah, anytime you can do yeah, that. They're, they're not always going to go for touchdowns. They're right? not always going to go for touchdowns, but if you get that big return, um, statistically, the odds of you being successful and putting the ball in the end zone for every 10 yards you can get on that, the odds just go up and up and up that you're going to be able to do that and score. So, um, but yeah, when they take it to the house, I was ta- talking about it right after it happened. It was so well blocked. Um, there was just a picket fence of blockers. Everybody got to where they were supposed to be. And Quayar was just off to the races and coach Keck's right. That, that kid, we've watched him now twice. He's a special player. 
Who was your special teams coach back in the day? My special teams coach was, uh, for a while, was uh, Tony Umayam, okay. who ended up being the head coach of Mount Lake Terrace. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, then the kind of was uh, my last 10 years or so, we kind of divvied it up. Like, so, like, like committee? But, well, like Coach Boucher would do the kick return, and Coach Nicholson would do kickoff, and I would do field goal PAT, and another coach would do punt. And then we just kind of, those were our guys. And when we got to the specials part of practice, um, if it was a Tuesday, that was kickoff, kick return, and those coaches kind of ran the show. And then on Wednesday, it was punt, punt return. And those coaches ran the show, and and so we kind of did it by committee after that. But yeah, Coach of mine was a great, great special teams coach, and he went on to be a really, really good head coach too. So we are halftime here, twenty-eight to six, our score, and it will be Mariner receiving. We're going to take a one-minute timeout. We'll come back with a second half kickoff right after this. I know it's hard to believe how expensive food has become. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that your neighborhood grocer doesn't want you to know. It's the Buzz In All Day Breakfast. Choose any piping hot cast iron breakfast skillet, the corned beef, tsunami, or Philly cheesesteak. A great deal on a great meal, $14.99. There's 12 locations, so get in the car and head to the Buzz In Steakhouse, where you get a lot for a little. And use that money you saved to do other things. Brian Berg here at the Shop of Arlington and Simmons Garage Tire Pros. We want you to love the drive. If your vehicle isn't allowing you to love the drive, it's time for us to talk. Whether it's big brands or small budget, we have you covered. From Michelin to Goodyear to Continental, General, Toyo, Cooper, Iron Man, Hercules, you name it, we have the brand that fits both your car and your budget. Give us a call so we can fit the right tire to you. Look us up online at the Shop of Arlington here is the kick for the second half and we are back underway the balls have been kind of fumbled around at the five yard line now picked up by mariner on the return at the 10 and then hit at the 11 and driven back on the return there so it was kind of fumbled around and that really never got ahead of speed to try to head upfield. So it'll be first and 10 for Mariner. They'll start this drive from the 13-yard line. First and 10 from the 13 for the Marauders. Down, and we got, we're going to get a number that we finally know, right? Yep, Jermai White, number 47. Jermai. He's from Texas, too. I just, I'm just over here just learning everything about the Mariner Marauders. Jermai White is wearing number 47. Thank you very much, AC. We're, we're going to finally get our we're roster. We're slowly put this roster together. <laughs> That's right. One player at a time. So from the 13-yard line, first and 10 for Mariner. Shotgun snap, run the football. Right up the middle, not a lot of running room there. Get them out close to the 15-yard line, so about a two-yard gain. And we've got players calling for the trainer. Yeah. Lamas is the injured player flat on his back and now he's now he's now he's kind of up still seated and now with his arms outstretched behind him and so he's being tended to down on the field the training staff out there both teams have actually Mariners gone to a knee down about four or five yards from that injured player Again, that is Sam Lamas, who is still now. The now the Mariner players will come over to the near sideline, and 
they've sent the uh, Glacier Peak players over to their sideline, and some more trainers are coming out from the GP side as well. So let's step aside. We'll come back as they tend to the injured player. 11.36 to go. We're in the third quarter. 28-6 the lead for Glacier Peak over Mariner. Back with more after this timeout. At Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, community is at the heart of everything we do. It's the spirit of togetherness and DIY magic that brings us all closer together. From lending a hand on your latest project to sharing tips and tricks, our store is more than just a place to shop. It's a hub where friendships are built and stories are shared. Discover top-notch tools, local expertise, and a friendly smile that's always there to help. Let's build, create, and grow together. Visit Lake Stevens Ace Hardware today. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware. Well, Sam Lamas gets up and walks off under his own power. A little bit of assist, but kind of getting a couple of attaboys. That's always a good sign. Yeah, yep. So he comes to the near sideline. So we're back to action here. It'll be now second down at about nine yards to go at the 15-yard line for the Mariner Marauders. Quarterback is L.J. Moody. He's gone the distance, stands in the shotgun, faking on the handoff, throw the screen pass over the left side. That looks like a live football. They're going to say no, it was forward pass incomplete. Elijah Mendiola was the intended receiver. Boy, if it was forward, it wasn't by much. <laughs> Not very much at all. You know, that umpire was right on it. He was quick to call it. but Yeah, he was. He was went high in the air to get it and couldn't come down with it. So an incomplete pass brings up now third and nine for Mariner. As they stand in the uh, huddle, and they'll come up to the line of scrimmage. Third and nine for the Marauders. L.J. Moody, the 5'10", 160-pound sophomore of the quarterback. Standing in the shotgun. Slot man to the left. They'll throw it to that slot double man. That's going to be a double pass. He's going to throw it downfield. Has a man there into traffic incomplete. It looks like the two guys for Mariner knocked it away from each other. Yeah. They played pretty good defense on themselves there. Yeah. Nazarly Leoncheck was there. He was one of the intended receivers. And so was L.J. Moody, who came out of the backfield. He was down there. Yeah. Someone was in the <laughs> wrong spot, though. Yeah, that's right. Your, your own guys aren't supposed to run into each other. Or call it. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I got it. Mine, mine, mine. Yeah, yeah. Playing center field. Well, right? And you know what? That, that's probably six points. I mean, they, yeah. were, they were a good 15 yards behind the defense there. But somebody just wasn't in the right spot. So fourth down here, and it'll be punting time. And Cuellar's back, so fasten, yeah. fasten your seatbelts. He's back there standing at about the 50-yard line. Late arrival to the special team coming in from the near sideline. And here we go, punting time. Very high snap, standing in the end zone. The ball is away, oh, barely. Gonna roughing. It's going to Yeah, he's going to go down. The ball was kind of a low-line driver, fairly short at the 45-yard line. I think that's going to be the 15-yard variety. Yeah. yeah, personal foul, roughing the kicker, and so that'll give Mariner the football and a and a New automatic and automatic first down on yeah. that one, and 15 yards. And almost, I mean, I, almost in his defense, it was kind of a, it was a high snap, so it didn't really happen in the sequence where you thought it was going to. Yeah, and I think you know Glacier Peak probably saw something on film. They've been coming after the punt the whole game, so they've probably seen some on film whether they they timed the snap and how long takes to get back there and how long the kicker takes and they think they've got something here but i would think with a 28 to 6 lead um uh, the need to block the punt's not really here and necessary set right. up you got Quayar, you got a great return guy and then something like that doesn't happen 
So for Glacier Peak, that's their third penalty for 25 yards. On this, the major variety, the personal foul roughing the kicker, puts it all the way out to the 30-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for the Marauders, moving from left to right in their navy blue tops, navy blue pants and helmets, white numbers, gold trim, moving left to right, shotgun snap, backwards pass. They're going to try it on the other side. No, he's going to keep it this time ahead upfield. That's Mendiola, who crossed the 30 out to about the 33. They set it up for the same thing. I don't know, did he not see somebody open, or was that designed to run? No, no, he was looking to throw. Glacier Peak had it pretty covered down on the backside, and uh, he just then had to just, just decide to pull it down and get what he could get. But that was pretty, pretty well defended, much better than the first time. Injury bug again coming up to bite the Marauders as they've got an in, injured player, Sean Anker. He's standing, but he's at the 26, and he's not putting much weight on his, looks like his right ankle. Yeah, linemen are just dropping like flies here for the Marauders. He's still standing, but he hasn't. they haven't made a move to bring him off the field here. Now I think they're going to just give him an assist, and he's going to limp his way over to the near side as the training staff is out there. His teammates have already <laughs> clapped their hands, and they're heading up to the line of scrimmage. Oh, by the way, wait till your fallen comrade is taken off the field, dragged off the field here. So he'll come over pretty much under his own power now. They'll do some personnel change for Mariner. It's going to be second down and six yards to go at the 34-yard line. 10.47 to go in the third quarter. 28-6 lead for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies over Mariner. And Mariner with the football, both the right hash mark, now at the 34-yard line. L.J. Moody waiting for the snap. Here it comes. They'll hand it off. Olahea will carry a couple of guys with her across the 40, and Olahea all the way out to the 42-yard line. First down. That's an eight-yard gain and a first down. Moves the sticks at the 42. Olahea is a pretty good runner. Yeah, he is. He's pretty good size, too. That's Tristan Olahea at a fullback position, six foot, 195, and he is a senior. So out to the 42, moving the football is Mariner. It's first and 10 at their own 42 now. Lola Hea to the left of Moody, who's pointing out the linebacker to watch out for. Here comes the snap. It'll give it to Lola Hea again around the right side. Nothing doing this time. This time, the interior line for defensively for Glacier Peak says, yeah, not this time, Tristan. Yeah, Noah Green was there, as was uh, number six, uh, Owen Gluth. So they're going to give him a yard. So second and nine coming up here for Mariner. Speaking of the Mariners, they were leading 3-0. They're in the bottom of the fourth inning leading the Texas Rangers. Need a win there. Second down and nine yards to go from the 43-yard line. Shotgun snap. Back to pass Moody. Has a lot of time. That throw is down the middle. Is put into traffic. Almost intercepted. The intended receiver was Nazarly Leoncheck, and Adama Laum was back there, and he knocked it away. And so good defense down the field as they go and retrieve the football. Nicely thrown football, too. Yeah, and it's the first time Moody actually could just kind of sit back there and set his feet and 
threw a really, really good ball there, and it just happened to be that the safety loom uh, was able to get there, and I, I think he got a hand on it. Yep. So third down at the 43-yard line. Third and nine at the 43 for Mariner. Bought the right hash. Double wideouts to the left. Slot man to the right side. One running back in the formation. Back to pass. No time this time. And now Moody will roll to the left. Now we'll head up field at the 45 at the 50. And then kind of Ooh. goes to the ground. He didn't really go into the slide. He kind of went into the dive. Kind of got <laughs> cartwheeled there. It looks, and it looks like he's going to be right at the marker. This, this may be a first down. He got to the... I almost said 52. He got to the 48, and I think that's going to be as Brian Clute just eyeballs and says, yeah, let's give him a first down. Points in the direction, in a westerly direction, and it'll be first and 10 into Glacier Peak Territory at the 48-yard line for Mariner. And again, if you're Coach Atkins, you're encouraged by what you're seeing here. Kind of a strange dive play there, though, for the quarterback. You don't want him to go into situations like that. But first and 10 from the 48. Left hash this time. Double wideouts to the narrow side of the field. They'll run the football. Nothing doing there. And that is going to be Monty James. James will carry. It's going to be an actual loss of one. Put it back to the 49-yard line. All these running plays kind of running down. We're inside eight minutes of play in the third quarter in South Everett. The Wesco Foray opener for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies and the Mariner Marauders. Tom Lafferty along with Joel Vincent and Alex Clausius. Bill Kusler, our spotter, our statistician, Buddy Patrick. Brandon Hamilton, our producer back at the radio station in downtown Everett. Second down, 11 yards to go. Tenth play of this drive for the Mariner Marauders. Well, the left hash at the 49. Trip set out to the right side. Three wide receivers. Kind of a low snap. They'll run the football and nothing doing there for Jeremiah White. He gets hit right at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play for Jeremiah White. So it was a second and long play. Now this is going to bring up third and 11. And it'll be at the 49-yard line. See what they draw up here. Now they're going to make a, some personnel changes. Well, one of those is the quarterback. Who, oh, yeah, who, oh, that's right. He comes in. Yeah, so they've got one substitution here. Third and 11. Um, if I'm Glacier Peak, I'm expecting pass here. So see what they do. Third and 11 from the 49-yard line, left hash mark. They're going to run the football. They're going to do a little toss, and they're going to go right back to the line of scrimmage. That's it. Jeremiah White again on the carry. Did a little toss play. Not going to net you much if it's going to net you anything at all, and it nets them nothing. So that brings up fourth down. Doesn't look. Oh, now they will send the putt team in. (laughs) Which includes the punter, and he does. He comes out there and stands at the. 40-yard line, and it'll be fourth and 11. All right, now I'm curious if the guys in white, GP, are going to come after this again, or they've kind of learned, and uh, give Cuellar a shot back I there. think if, yeah, if you got Cuellar, you don't need to block the punt. And they're lined up actually kind of in a defensive look here, just protecting for fake. Here comes the snap, a high snap again. The ball is away, but it's not even going to get a first down. It's going to bounce, stays in bounds. It bounced at the... Uh, 
37-yard line, 38-yard line, and then went back into the field to play, but I think it touched the out-of-bounds marker. That's so about the, an eight-yard punt. Yeah, not good. Great field position starting here for Glacier Peak. Have they had the football in this half? They have not. No. 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 Yeah, Mary had the opening. the opening kick, and they had it for uh, going on almost, uh, almost seven minutes. Yeah, we're at 541 to go in this third quarter. And it's been like 45 minutes in real time since Glacier Big's run an actual play. First and 10 from the 38-yard line. Shotgun snap. Give it to Crawford up the right side at the Crocker. Excuse me. Crocker across the 40 out to the 45-yard line. Crocker on the carry. Give him a gain of about 7 out to the 45 on the running play for Glacier Peak. And, again, Bonch isn't in the backfield, so we haven't seen him for quite a while. So. I think his evening is done. Leading at 28-6. to six. Lucas Entler is the quarterback, the 5'9", 175-pound junior, stands in the shotgun. Second down and three yards to go. A low snap. It's going to be a play action. Rolls to the right. It's going to dump it. It's going to be completed to 50, 45, upfield at the 40, and down to the 39-yard line as Ben Williams makes the catch. Turn around. Got it. That's going to be a 16-yard gain all the way down to the 39-yard line. Yeah, and Glacier Peaks had a lot of success off that play action. And now down to the 39-yard line, it'll be first and 10. We're also keeping track of Major League Baseball as well. J.P. Crawford just had a grand slam home run for the uh, Mariners. They must be 8 nothing, 8 to nothing. Seattle Mariners. First and 10 at the 39-yard line. That's Crocker up the middle, 35. Crocker down to the 31-yard line. Somebody got hit over the little extracurricular activity, there's a Mariner player that got just waylaid out of bounds outside almost, the 20-yard yeah, line. Almost to the track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I looked over that and said, what are those guys doing? Well, they're they having were a good time. They were tangled up over there. Former teammates. Yep. Uh, yeah. Adama Loom was over there and kind of ushered his ex-teammate. Out of outside the field of play. <laughs> second down. Have a little fun down there. There you go. At the 32-yard line, second down, three yards to go for Glacier Peak. Entler in the shotgun snap. Faking to the first man and run it to the second man around the left-hand side. Hurdles a man, but he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, and that is about it. Owen Gluth went airborne, fell down, landed at the 32-yard line, which will be for literally no gain. And we've got an injured Mariner player again. And that the, was Lolo Hea on the tackle. So he's doing double duty here tonight. It, Mariner, every time they have a, uh, looks like it may be a cramp here. The trainers f- from uh, Glacier Peak run out there faster than the uh, than the Mariner trainers can get out there. Looks like it's Sam Lamas who was out earlier. They attended to him. He is back out on the field to play. And that's good news. And I, have we picked have we picked a number yet on who's injured now? But he they're working on a cramp on his left leg. Look, <laughs> yeah, Alex Klossy is up here. Go ahead, Alex. No, you're on, or you turned off your turned yourself off. <laughs> so 
Okay. <laughs> AC, what, what, you got a report from T-Mobile Park? 8 nothing Mariners. J.P. Crawford home run into the right field bleachers, but also on the field right now. It is 28-6 to Glacier Peak in the third quarter as well. <laughs> Always a great report from, from Alex Clausius. <laughs> from four feet away. <laughs> from four, four feet, feet away. <laughs> what you got? That fall wind down there, yeah. it really switched seasons real quick. But also at the same time, it was cold. I'd rather take this over the rain we've had the last couple of days after being on the sidelines a couple times doing that. So any day of the week. The autumn wind is a raider. I'm going, I'm pulling everything out tonight. They're still attending to the injured player doubt on the field. We're going to step out 345 to go in the third quarter. 28-6 the score. Glacier Peak with lead. Back with more right after this timeout. Timeout. Remember, we're a team that plays together. Listen, the winning will take care of itself. We just have to get everyone involved. In interscholastic sports, we celebrate what makes every one of us unique. And in the pursuit of a common goal, everyone in the huddle, in the bleachers, and in the community comes together. This message presented by the WIAA and the Washington Secondary School Athletic Administrators Association. Robel Abraham was the injured player. He comes off pretty much under his own power. It's just a cramp. So it'll be third down and three yards to go from the 32-yard line. They'll run the football to the right-hand side. That's going to be Owens all the way down inside for about an 11-yard gain. I was going to say inside the 20, but they're going to say he just stopped short of the 20-yard line. He'll move the sticks. It's a first down. He gets to the 21. Owens on the carry. I'm liking that that young back Owens for Glacier Peak. He's just a sophomore. We haven't we didn't see him play the earlier game that we covered them, but uh, he reminds me of Bonch, just maybe just a little bit smaller, but kind of the same running style. Isaiah Owens, five eight hundred fifty pound sophomore, first and ten from the twenty one yard line now for Glacier Peak. Only their first possession of this third quarter, of which there's three minutes and fourteen and counting to play in this third. And now we're going to have a stoppage here. Time and Mariner, Mariner. Mariner will call a timeout. And we'll, we'll take a break. 3-10 to play in the third. 28-6 the score. The lead for Glacier Peak over Mariner. Back with more after this timeout. The wait is over. If you've been holding off on getting your hands on a brand new truck, now is the time to act. Introducing the 2023 Silverado 1500 Crew Cab RST, a powerhouse on wheels built for those that demand the best. And here's the deal you've been waiting for. For well-qualified buyers, enjoy an incredible 0% APR. Yes, you heard right, 0% APR. What are you waiting for? This deal is too good to pass up. Visit Chevrolet of Everett today to make this dream truck yours. Offer available to well-qualified buyers. Terms and conditions apply. See Chevrolet of Everett for more details. Mariner High School, Mariner, Washington, Frank Cotter Stadium in South Everett, pulling out all the hits from 21-yard line, Glacier Beak first and 10. Out at Monroe High School, the Monroe Bearcats leading now 20-10 over Montlake Terrace. That is in the third quarter. First and 10 for Glacier Peak from the 21-yard line of Monroe. Lucas Entler. Of Mariner, excuse me, of Mariner. Starts with an M. They're going to fake the handoff. They're going to throw the pass. It's going to be a touchdown. 
just that easy, just that quick. It is Owen Gluth who hauls it in. little crossing pattern coach. He was heading right for the post, and he was right there. Yeah, and how nice is it that you got a really fast six foot five receiver? I mean, <laughs> yeah. that, they made that look really easy right there. He just beats the corner, um, loses inside leverage. There's no safety in the middle of the field, and uh, easy pitch and catch. And that will make it now 34 to 6, the score with the addition of the extra point coming up here for GP. Waiting for the snap for the extra point. It's on the way. It's up, and it is good. So with 3.05 to play here in the third quarter, 35-6, the lead for Glacier Peak over Mariner. Back with more after this timeout. At Marysville Toyota, there's a better way to buy your next car. It's called One. One price, one person, one hour. Our best upfront price is clearly posted on every vehicle. It takes all the guesswork out. We'll work with you from start to finish. No awkward handoff, no finance office. One person will work with you the entire time. And once you've selected what vehicle you want and how you want to pay for it, we'll do everything possible to get you on the road and on your way home in one hour. To experience the power of One, go to MarysvilleToyota.com. That's MarysvilleToyota.com. 3.05 to go in the third quarter. Glacier Peak just scored again. They lead it 35-6 over the Marauders from Mariner. Glacier Peak coming in at 2-2 two two on their season so far. They beat Snohomish in week one, lost to Camus 55-20. Then lost to Ferndale and won last week over Evergreen of Vancouver. High end over end kick, but fairly short. Then fumbled at the 15, heading forward out to the 20, out to about the 23 or 4 yard line. Jeremiah White kind of fumbled it, kind of played the carom off the AstroTurf, picked it back up, and then got some more positive yardage, put him out to the 27, 26 yard officially. So it'll be first and 10 there. Let's go to Buddy Patrick with a look at that scoring drive. The Grizzlies first score of the second half, 62 yards, five plays, three on the ground, two through the air, taking two and a half minutes off of the clock, a 21-yard pass from Entler to Gluth. Aiden Larson's point after was good, and with three minutes to go here in the third quarter, Glacier Peak 35, Mariner 6. That scoring recap brought to you by Chevrolet of Everett, proud sponsor of high school sports and prep sports weekly. Chevrolet of Everett, a better buying experience. First and 10 from the 26-yard line for Mariner. They'll come to the line of scrimmage and be ready to go on first and 10, down 35-6. It's four point, is it, did we pick it out? It's 4.8 miles? 6.5 miles between the two schools driving. Coach, you think it's closer if the crow flies? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out why Mariner had six wide receivers. Yeah, coming out of the... Uh, yeah, they had three receivers ride one way and three one, receivers two. wide the other way and it <laughs> just doesn't add you got in the you're no math teacher right no you got in the five linemen and the quarterback that's 12 people so somebody coming off uh they already stepped off oh, but they now did. they're now they're getting sent back on but someone's got to come out there they go no and then they send two out one two <laughs> so you're, you're, now i only count 10 out there are you counting 10 i'm counting 10 <laughs> yeah Trips right, trips left. I, I could do 12 minus 2. Okay. okay they we, have 11. They have 11 now. They had a 
illegal procedure penalty anyway to back up a five. So it's first and 15 from the 21-yard line after the illegal participation penalty. Throw from the Wildcat. They'll throw it over to the left-hand side. And now on the return, nope, down he goes. L.J. Moody, that was the quarterback. A little, little Wildcat action through the passover. I think it was a lateral. It's going to be a loss of four for Moody. So it didn't. So it didn't work for him. Lose four more. It was already first and fifteen. Loss of four brings up second and about nineteen yards to go for Mariner. There. Kind of a creative offense. It's a creative offense that gets positive yards would be a step in the right direction. <laughs> and boy, that's coach. They take a long time to take the get the plays in. Yeah, they do. And I don't know if that's part of the game plan. You know, if you kind of try to shorten the game and and limit uh, Glacier Peaks possessions by just holding the ball yourself as long as you can. Rolling out to pass on second and long. Now he's going to run out of real estate. He's going to head forward to get a couple of extra yards there lj moody had no one open downfield as he rolled out to the left and then he's going to get a four yard gain but that was just because he was able to run that far and get out to the 21 yard line so it'll be third and long coming up here and again mariner the plays come in by the quarterback coming over and talking to the coach and then going back in now that time he was about 10 yards away and got the instruction i'm thinking it's a just a number well and then he's got, he got the, tackled on the far sideline yeah and then ran 53 <laughs> yards over here to get the play and then another 40 yards back out to the huddle now finally they're up to the line of scrimmage where you got some we don't have enough time to even talk between give the down and distance and they're they're playing so third and 15 from the 21 yard line for mariner shotgun snap handed off and looks like Monty, no, it was Tristan Lolahea. Lolahea on the carry. And Dane Chapman on the tackle. And so that'll bring up fourth down here for the Marauders. It'll be fourth and 11 at the 25-yard line. And with the way the punt team here has performed this game, if I'm Coach Ad, because I'm just holding my breath here. Yeah. Yeah, the, the last punt was about eight yards. They're punting again here. Here comes the snap back. Takes a while to get rid of it. This is a better putt. End over end kick. It's going to be fielded there by Cuellar. Isaiah Cuellar Bell will field it with a fair catch at the 42-yard line where it will be first and 10 now for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Leading at 35-6 with 109 to play in the third quarter. And they will take over the football at the 40 three-yard line, we'll call it. 43, it'll be first and 10 for GP. White shirts, white pants, blue helmets, blue numbers, silver trim, moving right to left here in this final minute of this third quarter. First and 10 from the 43-yard line. Ball in the center of the field. Lucas Entler has gone the distance at quarterback. Puts a man in motion. He'll give it to that motion man around the right-hand side at the 45, at the 50, out to the 49-yard line. And that is Carlos Herman Beline. First time we've said his name. Carlos Herman Beline will carry it and get it down. 
doesn't take me long to figure things out, to the 45-yard line. So enough for a first down after a 12-yard gain to the 45. And the clock moves. We're inside. Well, the ball is snapped inside a half a minute to play in the third quarter. First and 10 from the 45-yard line. Ball to center of the field. Backs are kind of an offset behind. Turn around, hand off. And around the left side across the 45, out of the 40, down to the 37-yard line, Isaiah Owens. Owens is going to get eight down to the 37. And that will bring us to the end of the third quarter. Our score after three, it's the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 35 and the Mariner Marauders 6. Fourth quarter coming up right here on KRKO. Have you heard Mangle in the Morning on KRKO, our new morning show with Brian Mangle? Look, I'm a dog guy, so I think this is a great idea. I think Ferris State University is on to something with their pet-friendly dorm floors. That is for dogs and cats. I mean, if I were to see a snake slithering down the dorm hallway, not even a full-ride scholarship would bring me back. It's a fun way to start your day. Brian Mangle on KRKO. For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund has been serving the greater Puget Sound area with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality, based on customer satisfaction. Glass by Lund is also a big supporter of the local community and has been a longtime sponsor of Westco High School Sports. So next time you're in need for a window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, tabletop glass, residential or commercial, why not call a place that has glass in their name? For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund. To schedule a free estimate, Go to glassbyland.com. We head to the fourth and final quarter here at Frank Goddard Stadium in South Everett. Some of us have been around long enough to remember when Frank Goddard was the coach here at Mariner High School, which was a long time ago. Coach, that was even before you were in the league, isn't it? Or were, When was that? When Coach Goddard was actually the coach here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, coach Goddard had, had retired, and uh, Coach Andrzejczyk had took over for him, and I think... By the time it was my first year as head coach, I think Coach Andrzejczyk was in his second or third year. Okay. So, first and ten. No, excuse me. Second and eight. Second and eight. Let's reset here. Second and two. They switch sides. Second down at two yards to go at the 37-yard line. They will run. No, they will throw the football over the middle. Incomplete. Incomplete pass. The intended receiver was Aiden Larson. Kind of through his fingertips and right through his hands, and <laughs> he'd he'd like to have that one back. Yeah, it was one of those where it went through his hands, and then both of his hands immediately went to his helmet. Like, oh my goodness, I should have had that. Um, he also doubles as the kicker, right, Aiden Larson. So um, I'm noticing here, Coach Gack is starting to get some uh, backup guys in, and so it'll be third down, third down. And two yards to go here for the Marauders, excuse me, for the Grizzlies. Handoff. And up the middle. He's going to be short. I think he's going to be short. Yeah. Yeah, that was Owens again. They're not giving him a very favorable spot. A little bit of forward progress. It's going to be fourth down here, though. Yeah, it looks to be about a yard, yard and a half. Yeah, he needs to get right to the 35-yard line. It's all about the uh, 32 and a half, or 31 and a half, I guess. No, even it's further out. The 37 and a half. 
So this is fourth and a good two. Fourth and a good two here for the uh, Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Etler stands in the shotgun. Motion back through the formation. Sets up as a slot to the right. But they'll run it out to the left. That's Owens. Owens upfield at the 30 down to the 26-yard line. So Owens, just that easy, swings around the left-hand side and gets a 10-yard gain and a first down for Glacier Peak. Yeah, Keeps that, this drive alive. That young man has some juice. He's pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he was supposed to hit that up inside. He just kind of bounced it outside and and uh, made a made a great run there for that first down. But man, he's got some he's got some speed. You know, if you go outside, nobody hits you. Yeah, and then <laughs> when you're a sophomore and you're 150, that's kind of smart. That's you know, right. Run out there where there's space. Avoid contact, if at all possible. So it'll be first and ten from the 27 yard line now. 35-6, the lead for Glacier Peak, and they're threatening here. To put more on the board. Low snap and then the uh, flag comes in. It'll be a false start penalty against Glacier Peak. So for the Grizzlies, adds to their penalty total. And back them up five yards. Put them at the 32 where it'll be first and 15 for the Grizzlies. as they're looking to the sideline to get the uh, play signaled in. Again, the officials tonight, Brian Klutz, the referee, Mark Stoltz, the umpire, head linesman Mike Wallace, line judge Ross Noe, back judge is Trey Long. We mentioned in the first half, Trey Long was a quarterback for Lake Stevens a few years ago, stepped in as quarterback and took him to the Tacoma Dome. This is to be a running play around the left-hand side at the 30, 25, at the 20. Now he escapes a man at the 20 and down to the 15-yard line. That is Isaiah Owens. Owens gets a 17-yard gain. Coach, it looked like he got about, well, eight or nine, and then he just kind of switched directions on a dime and went the other way. Yeah, and spun out of a tackle. And so we've seen him run out in space. We've kind of seen him run in a crowd here. I'm really liking this young back. So Owens will put, well, Owens down to the 15-yard line. So it'll be first and 10 for Glacier Peak. As the play, some personnel changes here, and the play signaled in, and here we go. First and 10, now from the 15-yard line for the Grizzlies. Off the left-hand hash mark, double wideouts to the right side. Low shotgun snap, taken away from the first man. Now rolling out to the right is Entler. Pump fake at the 15, and then steps out of bounds inside the 10-yard line. They're going to say he stepped out right, right. about a five-yard game, right on the 10 is say where they say he stepped out. So gain of about five there on the keeper. Okay, they're going to say out of bounds at the 11. So second down after the four-yard gain, second and six coming up here for the Grizzlies. No one seems to be in a rush tonight. <laughs> or is it just me? It's, I, it's not just you. It's just the play, you know, I think it's like, let's hurry up and get done. So second down and six yards to go. Motion man back toward the formation. It was another low snap. They're going to give it again. And Owens will carry, and Owens will be dropped at about the 10-yard line. So a gain of one yard that time. 
So it brings up third and five for the Grizzlies. As they look to the sideline here. Third and five for Glacier Peak. Leading at 35-6 for 8.45 to play in the football game. Ball in the center of the field. They have double wideouts to the right. Now they're going to change one over to the left as a slot. And they'll set up inside on the far side. Give it again. Owens at the 10. Stiff arms of at the 5. It goes out of bounds. It gets the first down. Out of bounds at the far sideline. Stiff arm to Matt as he got to the the down marker. See if they give him enough. They do. They'll put him inside the five, put him at the four. It'll be a six-yard gain and first down goal to go here. Just another example of him using his speed, getting out into space, and then being a little bit physical at the end of that run. Maybe he needs to be our player of the game. Yeah. I think he's worthy of uh, some consideration for sure. So first and five, first and goal at the three actually first and goal at the four was where they put the ball down first down goal to go at the four tenth play of this drive shotgun snap handoff same guy owens but he's going to be stacked up this time boy he scores there if he doesn't run into the back of one of his own players right so yeah he hit the, hit the back of one of his guys you dude you got to get out of my yeah, way or- or get moving. One, one of the two. Lead, follow, or get out of the way. Yeah. That's the, so they'll put him at the two-yard line. So it'll be second down, goal to go at the two for Mariner. Excuse me, for Glacier Peak. On second down, goal to go at the two. Man in motion. Antler takes a shotgun snap. They'll throw the ball this time incomplete. Yeah, they tried, they tried to come back to that tunnel screen that they'd scored on earlier, and uh, Mariner does a really great job on it that time. They faked it to Owens, but instead he pulled it back and went on the pass play to the left. Third down goal to go now at the two. Give it to Owens. Yeah, I mean, he got you all the way down here. And there's a big, huge, wide side of this field over here to the right. Because <laughs> the ball's at the left hash mark. On third and goal at the two. Here comes the shotgun snap for Entler. They'll give it to Owens, and he's not going to get it this time. He's going to get maybe a half a yard. That'll bring up fourth down now. Here comes the field goal team. Yep. So they couldn't quite punch it in here, so they'll try to tack on three. And, I mean, if you're Coach Keck, you could easily go for it here on fourth down, but um, this is good practice for your field goal team. You might need this down the road in a a tight uh, ball game, uh, you know, against the Lake Stevens or in a a playoff matchup. So it's good to get this field goal team out here in some uh, uh, real-time situations and and see uh, if they can execute while they're out here. That is Aiden Larson to kick it. Waiting for the snap. It'll be spotted at the 10. It's a 20-yard field goal from the left. Hash mark it's up, and it is good. So with six minutes and 36 seconds to play here in the football game, our score now 38-6, 32-point lead for the Glacier Beat Grizzlies over the Mariner Marauders. Back with more after this timeout. 
At Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, community is at the heart of everything we do. It's the spirit of togetherness and DIY magic that brings us all closer together. From lending a hand on your latest project to sharing tips and tricks, our store is more than just a place to shop. It's a hub where friendships are built and stories are shared. Discover top-notch tools, local expertise, and a friendly smile that's always there to help. Let's build, create, and grow together. Visit Lake Stevens Ace Hardware today. Ace is the place with the help hardware folks Everett's greatest hits sports and more KRKO Everett so the Glacier Peak Grizzlies go down and they'll settle for a field goal by Aiden Larson and leading it now 38-6 over the Marauders from Mariner with 6.36 to play in the game thanks for being with us here on this Friday night under the Friday Night Lights, Marysville Pilchuck at Arlington next Friday night up at John C. Larson Stadium up north in Arlington. Here's the approach and the kick. It's away. It's going to be fielded at the goal line upfield for Cabalquinto. He'll get out to the 15 and then get gang-tackled back and driven back. They're going to give him forward progress, but Let's see where they're going to spot the football. I think it's going to be at the 18-yard line. So it'll be an 18-yard return and a first down for the Mariner Marauders. And let's take a look at that scoring drive by the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. The Grizzlies go 54 yards, 12 plays, 10 on the ground, two through the air, taking six and a half minutes off of the clock. Aiden Larson's 20-yard field good. goal was good and was 6.36 to go here in the football game. Glacier Peak 38, Mariner 6. A scoring recap brought to you by the Law Office of Russell Hill. Proud sponsors to the Boy and Girl Athletes of the Month and Athletes of the Year program. Russell Hill called 800-LAW-0842. First and 10 from the 18-yard line for the Marauders. They'll throw the pass over to the right side. It's going to be complete to Tristan Lolahea, and he'll head forward across the 20 out to about the last year. Put him right on the 20-yard line. While we're talking about Russell Hill, we need to congratulate our players of the year from last year. They were honored at the banquet on Wednesday night at Angel Wins Arena. Olivia White, the state championship, three-time state championship wrestler from Marysville Pilchuck, was our female athlete of the year, sponsored by Russell and Hill. She's now wrestling at Iowa. No place good. No. Iowa wrestling. And Ryder Bumgarner, the running back and state wrestler for Stanwood, and he's Coach, I hate to break this to you, but he's a preferred walk-on down at the UW. Who will be a scholarship player, I'm quite sure, by the time it's all said and done. Yeah. Pretty good athlete. Yep. So that was our Russell Hill Athletes of the Year program the other night. The Herald Man of the Year in sports with Tom Try, the head coach of the uh, Lake Stevens Vikings. Sammy Reynolds, the softball player from the UW in Snohomish, was the Herald Woman of the Year in sports. Data Neong will get about five yards on the carry around the right side. You get a flag you got down. A flag down. Yep, back in the backfield. It was a nice event the other night on Wednesday night at the uh, put on by the Somers County Sports Commission. And they're waving it off. Yep, they'll pick it up. It's a, just makes you feel old, Coach, when some of the guys going into the Hall of Fame are guys that I called on the radio, John Brockman. Seamus Boxley. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember watching those guys play basketball. They were phenomenal high school basketball players. And how Jim Olam from Snohomish was not already in the Hall of Fame is just amazing. 
So third down and four yards to go. Low snap, bounces, picked up by the quarterback, Moody, heads up field, stays, flag comes in late. He gets across the 30 out to the 34-yard line. Moody had to kind of play the bounce off the carpet. And that'll, this I think may come back. He kind of improvised there after he played the bounce. It's going to be a hold against Mariner. That'll back him up five yards. For, or ten yards, excuse me, from the point of the infraction, which was back. They're deciding where exactly it happened. So a hold on that improvised play by L.J. Moody, the quarterback for Mariner. And now they're going to. Mark it off 10 yards here. It's going to go inside the 15-yard line. They'll put it down at the 14. With four and a half minutes to play in the game, it'll be the 14-yard line. It'll be third and about 14 yards to go coming up for the Marauders. 38-6 the score. Glacier Peak with the big lead. We're running out the string here on this game. Double wideouts both sides here for Mariner on a third and 14 play. L.J. Moody, the shotgun snap, another low snap, rolls to the right. Now tries, escapes and rolls back to the left. Now will he go upfield? No, he'll throw the ball into traffic incomplete. And a flag comes in. Oh, they're going to call defensive pass interference there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the Mariner coaches were, were pleading for it, and Trey Long, the back judge, was shaking his head. No, it's not. But that flag came in from the <laughs> linesman. Yeah. Who probably had the better view probably. coming he's up a, from yeah, the backside. Yeah, he's a little closer there. Yeah. So defensive pass interference against a Glacier Peak. So that'll be a first down. Automatic first down. And 15 yards. So they, what they what they marked off earlier, they're marking back the same way. So the the umpire there, Mark Stoltz, will place the ball at the 33-yard line. That'll move the sticks. It'll be a first down. 4:08 to play in the game. So by first down, they will get a first, or by a penalty, they'll get the first down. It'll be first and 10 for Mariner from the 33-yard line. Trip set out to the right side, wide side of the field. L.J. Moody calls the signals, puts a man in motion out of the backfield. Another low snap. Now he'll run the football, and he'll escape one man at the 35 and the 40, then heads out of bounds and says, I'm not taking a hit. <laughs> not today. I'm not taking that hit. I'll just step out of bounds at the 47-yard line. Yeah, That's smart. Yeah, sometimes surrender is a better part of valor. And, <laughs> yeah. and, he got uh, the first down. But I'll tell you, he's elusive. Yeah. You know, he. There, there's been uh, uh, Glacier Peak defenders bringing pressure. Uh, they just can't quite get to him. Well, and you'd like to see him get a good snap, right? Yeah, well, that's three in a row that have been right at his shoe tops, and and that doesn't make things any easier for that young man, that's for sure. Well, yeah, it already puts you a tenth of a second behind anyway, right? Just right, to go throws, down and get yeah, it. it just throws the whole timing off, and, and uh, you know, you're, you're busy fielding that, and then you look up, and there's white jerseys all over <laughs> you, and you just start running. 47-yard line, first and 10 for Mariner, off the left hash. And here is the snap. That's a good snap, and they're going to hand it off. Monty James will get stacked up at the line of scrimmage. I think they're going to give him one, about one. 
We're going to give him one. Put him out to the 48-yard line. We're down to 3.15 to play in the game. The clock is moving. And this game will come to an end, and both teams will head, head for the barn. Second down, nine yards to go at the 48 for the Marauders. As they come up to the line of scrimmage, trips that out to the right side. One to the near side, the narrow side of the field. Here's the snap. Take it on the handoff. Roll back to pass. Throwback pass to the near side. A little screen pass at the Fermati James at the 50 and then into Glacier Peak Territory down to the 48-yard line. About a five-yard gain on that pass play. That little screen pass to the near side. That worked pretty well. Mm-hmm. Actually, we're going to give yeah, him. again, I think if you're Coach Adkins, you've, you've seen some things tonight that give you hope. Um, you've got some great things to show on film about things that, that you did do and you did do well, and you just kind of try to build off that as you as you move forward. So third and four at the 47-yard line left hash mark. Two minutes to play in the game. On a third down play, trips that again out to the right side. Shotgun snap. They'll give it to, again, Monty James. And James will feel his way for about two to the 45-yard line. So I think Mariners content to run the football, do some basic things, put some stuff on film, and mm-hmm. then, yeah, and live to play another game next week. Glacier Peak next week. They will play Kamiak at home. Kamiak got drilled tonight. We'll give you all those scores coming up in the postgame show. Fourth down, two yards to go. Back to pass. No, he's going to run the football. Holding it out in front of him. That is Moody. Spins away from a man and gets a first down. Kind of winded his way down through a whole bunch of would-be tacklers. Gets all the way down to the 41-yard line. So that will be enough to move the sticks. And I don't think he ever tucked the ball. That's, that's, that would make me very nervous. Next week, Mariner is at Jackson, so they'll be at Everett Memorial Stadium next week. And then they host Lake Stevens on a Saturday afternoon at 1 o'clock on the 14th. Shotgun snap back on first down. Rolling back to pass is Moody. He's got some time. Now he goes back the other way. That will throw it downfield. Has a wide, wide open at the 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Marauders. Cartland Adkins came back, hauled it in, and got the touchdown for the Mariner Marauders. 41 yards and a touchdown for the guys in blue. Yeah, and there's those quick feet of the quarterback extending the play. That's a long time for those guys in the back half to have to cover, and and a guy just comes free and touchdown Mariner. But, boy, talk about extending a play and making something happen out of out of just what appeared to be nothing. And You know what? Good for them. Absolutely. And the, this, this young quarterback they've got, um, he's only going to get better, I think. Yeah. Yeah, L.J. Moody, we mentioned he's a sophomore, 5'10", 160. He'll get bigger. He'll get stronger. Atkins, who hauled that one in. First time I think we said his name all night. Cortland Atkins. He's a freshman, 5'9", 160-pound freshman. Sophomore, soph- sophomore to freshman. Oh, you know what? A.C., what'd you say? I don't know. The last name sounds familiar to the head coach. Atkins. E.J. Adkins. There you go. Nothing gets by me. 
<laughs> you got mine like a steel trap. So I'm not sure why we're we've had all this discussion. We've yet to kick the. Oh, they're, they're going to go for two. two. They go for two. The quarterback still has it. Now he's going to be flushed and down he will go back at the 10 yard line. That's one of the few times they've got to him. Yeah, they got to him that time. Drop him. So the two point conversion is not successful and we'll take a break with 47 seconds left in regulation time our score the glacier peak grizzlies 38 the mariner marauders 12 the final 47 seconds right after this why are interscholastic sports called the last classroom of the day because they teach students important life lessons like teamwork accountability and perseverance school sports are so much more than a game they're about developing the whole person that's why they're an essential part of every student's education. Encourage your student to participate in the last classroom of the day. Interscholastic Sports in Washington. This message presented by the WIAA and the Washington Secondary School Athletic Administrators Association. The final scores are beginning to roll in, and we will give all those to you coming up in our post-game show. We'll hear from our player of the game and the victorious head coach, Shane Keck. Who did we decide on our player of the game? Where are we going with Mr. Owens? Isaiah Owens. The running back came in in the place of Bonchi after he left after a couple of series and has had a pretty put, good game. Put a pretty nice game together. And here comes the approach here, and we are back underway. It's going to bounce at the 20. Picked up on the return at the 25, at the 30. That's Michael Darling. We'll get it out to the 31-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for Glacier Peak. And they can go into <coughs> victory formation if you want to and just mm -hmm. have this thing draw to a close. And I've seen a bunch of numbers in that offensive huddle over yeah. there getting organized that I do not recognize seeing tonight. So who knows? Maybe give those uh, JV guys a chance to, to run, run a and block and, yep. and See what they can do here on a player too. It's going to be a different, different quarterback. Yep. That's going to be Marcus Ashby at quarterback now. Sophomore. Yep. Trip set to the left for Ashby. So yeah, you go full speed if you're going to put all the, uh, all the new guys in. He's, he was <laughs> smart quarterback. He looked and waited for the referee to say we're ready for play. Give it on the handoff around the left hand side. 45, 35, 40 out to the 42. Kai Brooks on the carry. Brooks will carry it. He'll get out to the 40. He's going to get nine yards on the play, so comes up a yard short with 23 seconds to go. They'll probably get one more playoff here from the 40-yard line. Second down and a yard to go. And Ashby just waits for the uh, signal from the ref referee. So we will, here's a second and a yard. Give it on the handoff or on the right-hand side. It's going to be a first down. Out to the 50, out to the 45, down to the 40-yard line. That is Brooks. Kai Brooks on the carry. That's a 20-yard gain. The ball game draws to a close. So 12 carries and 73 yards for our player of the game, which is Isaiah Owens. And Owens will get it, the player of the game. We'll talk to him. We'll talk to the coach. We'll do all that coming up after the break into the postgame show. 38-12 to 12 the final. Glacier Peak over Mariner. Back with our postgame show right here on KRKO. 
For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund has been serving the greater Puget Sound area with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality, based on customer satisfaction. Glass by Lund is also a big supporter of the local community and has been a longtime sponsor of West Coast High School Sports. So next time you're in need for a window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, tabletop glass, residential or commercial, why not call a place that has glass in their name? For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund. To schedule a free estimate, Go to glassbylun.com. Imagine being in Mexico with Rod Stewart. Or maybe boating with James Taylor and Carol King. Or, hey, you could do your workout with John Mellencamp. You can take these great music artists on KRKO with you anywhere in the world on your phone with the new KRKO phone app. It's free at the Apple Store or the Google Play Store from KRKO. Break out of your reading rut with help from your local library. Tell us what you love to read or what you don't, and we will create custom reading recommendations tailored to your interests. You can request recommendations for any age, any genre, and in your preferred format ebooks, audiobooks, or physical books. The staff can even provide movie recommendations. Learn more at snow aisle.org slash custom reading list. That's snow aisle.org slash custom reading list. Gary Duke here with Maury the Movie Guy, who recently bought a 2023 Honda CRV from Honda of Marysville. Hey, Maury, how long did it take to buy your car? I've been in car buying positions where I was there from six to seven hours. At Honda of Marysville, it was quick and easy. I was out probably about an hour and a half. You know, changing the auto industry one happy customer at a time, Maury, isn't just a tagline for us. It's really our culture and how we do things. And I'm really, really glad that you got to share that experience with us. Don't take my word for it. Find out for yourself. Go to Honda of Marysville. This is the best of Snohomish County High School football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. And welcome back to Frank Goddard Stadium in South Everett. A final score here of the Glacier Beat Grizzlies 38, the Mariner Marauders 12. We've got the victorious head coach down on the field with Alex Clausius Shankek. That is correct. I'm with Coach Ed. Coach, first off, before we get to the game, let's talk a little bit about the fans that are coming out. Talk a little bit more about this Glacier Beat community and what that kind of means for you in the program. Yeah, it's a really big deal. You know, I think we have one of the best fan bases in the area, and obviously you come to an away game and uh, your, your stands are crowded. It, it just it shows how important football is to our community, and um, it, obviously our kids feel it. It's a great special place to coach at. What are you going to take away from this game going forward into next week and the weeks prior, or I guess after? Yeah, you know, I think it's a, it's a learning process for us. This is the first week where we've really kind of gotten up big. And, okay, how do you how do you win in those situations? And how do you play successful football and, and, and get some of those other guys in? Uh, I'm not sure we learned that yet. You know, hopefully we can see that on film and get better from that. But, you know, overall it's a positive. You, you, you put up big numbers and, and kids make some plays. Uh, you got to be happy about a win. Talk a little, about, a little bit about the offensive line for you guys. you got some big boys out there that are moving some people around. They maybe not get the, the most recognition. Uh, talk to me a little about them and what they've really meant to this program. Yeah, Jackson Murphy, Jake Reed, and Kyle Martin, they're three, centers, uh, sorry, three seniors. Um, those guys have been fantastic. And then on the right side, uh, two, uh, two juniors, Connor Aney, uh, uh, Tony Cherez, and Blake Willis. Those, three guys, those two guys have rotated. But... Um, you know, it's, it's a group that's really starting to, to come along. There's some big kids, haven't played a ton of football with those younger guys. And so 
uh, we're, we, we like to run the football, and, and so, uh, you know, it's a group that's starting to meld together. It's going to have a good year. Speaking of running the ball, our Marysville, Marysville Toyota player of the game, Isaiah Odens. Give me a couple words about him. Yeah, Izzy's a special kid. You know, he's a kid that's played receiver most of the time. And then, you know, Chris was out last week, and we moved him to running back just last week. And so had a, had a really good game down in Vancouver, and, you know, he's proven that he, he can play varsity football. Had another good night tonight. Awesome. Thanks, Coach. All right, appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, we got to talk, talk to a player. You gotta, he's got to take his helmet off, though, so we can you hear to take him. take your helmet off so we can hear you. <laughs> there we go. The listening audience. Of course. Absolutely. Well, Isaiah Owens, you are Marysville Toyota player of the game. We had you down for 12 carries, 73 yards. Now we just learned about the transition from wide receiver to, to running back. How's that transition been for you? Uh, it's a little different. I mean, I really like running back a lot more than wide receiver now that I'm getting the ball, and I'm really enjoying uh, running back, and I'm hoping to succeed. Talk to me a little bit about that. I guess the transition, but also about the other guys that are helping you out. You got Blanche, that's in front of you too. Francis Crocker, those guys have been helping you out in that transition. Yeah, I mean, Chris is like my number one like role model. I really want to like run the ball like him. I aspire to be like him, and he's been helping me a lot on my running like form and technique and what to do. And I really appreciate those two. Fun question out here. Who do you look? Who do you look up to? Do you go college, NFL? Those players that you kind of want to mold your game after? Um, I mean, I looked up to Barry Sanders. I, he was always my favorite. And then whenever I went to like my wide receiver, like I looked up to Julio Jones and Tyreek Hill because I'm like I see myself as Tyreek Hill. I mean, I'm kind of fast, and I've always looked up to those two. And yeah. Last question: Were you expecting the 12 carries tonight, or just and you were just feeling it, or, or is that the game plan from the coach? I mean, I wasn't expecting that much. I mean, Chris was supposed to go, but he got hurt last week, so it was my time to step up, and I'm proud of what I did. Well, awesome! You're Marysville Toyota player of the game. We'll get a picture with you in the sweatshirt, and Tom, back up to you. Thank you very much, Alex, along with our player of the game, um, Owens, Mr. Isaiah Owens. Our player of the game Receive a sweatshirt provided by Screen Printing Northwest. Tonight's Marysville Toyota player of the game brought to you by Marysville Toyota. One person, one price, one hour. Experience the power of one. Marysville Toyota on Spokey Point Boulevard. Coach, before we, we're going to go to highlights here after the break, talking about this game, but talk about when you've, you've done it in your career you got to move a guy from one skill position to another mid-season. That doesn't happen very often. It doesn't happen very often, but an athlete is an athlete, right? right. And uh, if he's if, if he's the guy that's going to fill that role and fill it the best, you make that move. And one thing that Glacier Peak has, a luxury of, and I think we've seen, they've got a bevy of really quality receivers, right? And so um, when you've got depth like that, you can move a kid and switch those positions, and you've got another receiver that's pretty good that's going to step in and take his place. And, I don't know. I was singing that kid's praises all night. I think he's going to be a really, really good running back. Well, he kind of said, kind of opened the door a little bit in the interview there with AC. He said, I kind of like getting the ball. Yeah. You know, instead yeah. of like, okay, three targets and he caught two balls, three balls in a game. Okay, I get 12 carries. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden I'm <laughs> touching the ball 12 times. Yeah. That's, that's you know, what kid doesn't want to touch the ball in the game, right? So, um, and he probably sees that he gets to uh, make a little bit greater impact and help his team. And, and then that all just kind of feeds off itself and he's having success and the team's having success and it, it starts to be a lot of fun there you go yeah. so again th congratulations to our, our marysville toyota player of the game isaiah owens we'll come back take a look at the scoring highlights again the final score here 38 12 glacier peak over mariner back with more after this timeout. 
All the team members at Marysville Toyota would like to send their congratulations to tonight's KRKO Marysville Toyota Player of the Game. They're honored to support all student athletes in Snohomish County in the classroom and on the field of play. Work hard, play hard, and strive for excellence in all that you do. Again, congratulations to our player of the game and to all the athletes from the entire team at Marysville Toyota. Thank you, and thank you for making us proud. Do you have a car sitting around you want to get rid of? Then here's a great idea. Donate your car and help veterans and their families. Yes, one fast call to the Veteran Car Donation Program and we'll come and remove your car for free. Fast, free towing, and 24-hour response. You can donate most cars, trucks, or SUVs in most conditions. The proceeds raised goes to help active military, veterans, and their families, and you get a tax deduction. All you need to do is make this free call. Get rid of that old car and help the vets. We make it easy. Make this free call now and book your fast and easy pickup. Call the Veteran Donation Program now. Donate your car and help veterans and their families. Operators are standing by. Here's the number. 800-296-1564. 800-296-1564. That's 800-296-1564. Once upon a time, Washington State legalized marijuana for adult use. However, driving under the influence of marijuana has never been legal. Almost 90% of the young adults in Washington don't drive under the influence. Call a ride, sober friend, or fairy godmother if you or your friends have been using marijuana or alcohol. Most steer clear to find their happy ending. To find out more, visit moststeerclear.org. This message brought to you by Neighborhood House and the Washington Traffic Safety Commission. For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund has been serving the greater Puget Sound area with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality, based on customer satisfaction. Glass by Lund is also a big supporter of the local community and has been a longtime sponsor of West Coast High School sports. So next time you're in need for a window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, tabletop glass, residential or commercial, why not call a place that has glass in their name? For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund. To schedule a free estimate, go to glassbylund.com. Final score, 38-12, Glacier Peak over Mariner. I think we're going to see the uh, Mariner High School marching band march their way off the field, and we'll be done here in just a little bit. Let's take a look at the scoring highlights of this one with Buddy Patrick. And scoring got going early for Glacier Peak. First play of the game, 76 yard in 17 seconds, was Crispin Bonche with the long run. Okay, so it'll be first and 15 now at the 24-yard line. First and 15, about the left hash mark. They're going to give it to Bonchi. Bonchi up the right-hand side, 30, 35. Goodbye at the 40. 50, 40, up the numbers on the right side, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Glacier Peak. First play that actually gets off from the line of scrimmage, and it's a touchdown for Chrisman Bonchi. Aiden Larson's point after was good, and with 11.43 still to go in the first quarter, it was Glacier Peak 7, Mariner nothing. Glacier Peak got the ball back a little bit later with a 60-yard drive, six plays, four on the ground, two through the air. They took 2.15 off of the clock, and Bonche before he left for the night, taking it one more so Etler stands to the shotgun. So Etler stands to the shotgun. Motion man now sets up as a slot man to the right. 
off the left hash. They're going to give it to Chrisman Bonchi across the 25. Starts up at the 20. Escapes him out at the 15. He's at the 10. Spins into the end zone. Touchdown, Glacier Peak. 25-yard run, Chrisman Bonchi. I think he was touched, but not very hard. No. Point after was good for Aiden Larson with 3.21 to go in the first quarter. Glacier Peak off to a 14-0 lead over Mariner. Mariner, though, wanted to get on the board, and they did after a five-minute drive going 35 yards in eight plays capped off by a touchdown by their running back. So fourth down and a yard to go for Mariner. See if everybody's on the same page here. They're ready for a play whistle sounds. And Moody stands in the shotgun on a fourth and a yard to go. Lolo Hea is going to get it, and he's going to go down close to the... He's in. Touchdown. Lolo Hea carried it. Took him a little while to get through those bodies, but in for a three-yard dive and a touchdown for the Mariner Marauders. The point after by Luis Ramos was no good. It was blocked, and 419 to go in the first half. 14-6 Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, though, in the kickoff, 12-second return, and it was Isaiah Cuyar-Bell with a 95-yard kickoff return. So here the approach, and again by Ramos, kick is away. It's going to be fielded at the five-yard line. Upfield the 10, Cuellar at the 20, 25 at the 30. Cuts back now at the 40, up the left side, one man to beat. That's the kicker at the 30, at the 20. Reservations for six, touchdown. Isaiah Cuellar Bell and the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Aiden Larson's point after was good, and with 4.07 to go in the second quarter, 21-6 Glacier Peak. The Grizzlies wanted to get on the board one more time before the half. 50-yard drive for them in six plays, taking just under two minutes, and this time the quarterback, Entler, went through the air. First and 10 at the 12. They move a man to the right slot position. They'll fake the handoff, throw back against the grain. It's going to be complete and into the end zone touchdown. Touchdown as Williams will haul it in 12 yards away. Coach, they looked like the whole house was going to the right, and Williams says, I am over here all by myself. Aiden Larson's point after was good, and at the half, it was the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 28, the Mariner Marauders 6. Took a little while for scoring to get going in the second half. Glacier Peak, though, a 62-yard drive, five plays, three on the ground, two through the air, taking two and a half minutes off of the clock, and this time a 21-yard pass from Lucas Entler. First and 10 for Glacier Peak. From the 21-yard line of Monroe, Lucas Entler of Mariner, excuse me, of Mariner. Starts with an M. They're going to fake the handoff. They're going to throw the pass. It's going to be a touchdown. Just that easy, just that quick. It is Owen Gluth who hauls it in. little crossing pattern coach. He was heading right for the post, and he was right there. Larson's point after was good, and with three minutes to go in the third quarter, it was the Glacier Peak Grizzlies starting to run away with it, 35-6. to six over the Mariner. Glacier Peak then gets the ball back, and they put together a six-and-a-half-minute drive, 54 yards, 12 plays, 10 on the ground, two through the air, but it ended with the foot of Aiden Larson. That is Aiden Larson to kick it. Waiting for the snap. It'll be spotted at the 10. It's a 20-yard field goal from the left. Hash mark, it's up, and it is good. And with 6.36 to go in the football game, 38-6 Glacier Peak over Mariner. But the Marauders wanted to get on the board one more time, and they did with an 82-yard drive. Nine plays, seven on the ground, two through the air, taking five minutes and 49 seconds. And it was Moody going through the air to Atkins. 
Shotgun snap back on first down. Rolling back to pass is Moody. He's got some time. Now he goes back the other way. That will throw it downfield. Has a win wide open at the 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Marauders. Cartland Adkins came back, hauled it in, and got the touchdown for the Mariner Marauders. Marauders went for two. It was no good. And our final score here from Frank Goddard Stadium, it was the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 38, the Mariner Marauders. Well. And our scoring highlights brought to you by Screen Printing Northwest. Trust your first impression is Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Neverett. T-shirts, hoodies, and more. Start the process online. ScreenPrintingNW.com. And when we come back, we'll take a look at all the numbers. Again, the final score, 38-12, Glacier Peak over Mariner. Back with more in our postgame show after this timeout. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. Building communities. That's a specialty of Smoky Point Concrete, and they're looking for some new people who share their vision. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit ReadyMix are hiring CDL drivers and non-drivers to grow the business and continue a proud tradition. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Growing a team, building a community. Smoky Point Concrete, an equal opportunity employer. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Attention to Lalip Tribal members and employees. Did you know that your insurance covers all treatments offered at Symmetria Integrative Medical? That's right. Whether you're struggling with back or neck pain, migraines, joint pain, neuropathy, losing weight, and other health concerns, we're here to help. Take advantage of your insurance coverage and schedule an appointment today. Let our expert team guide you towards optimal health and wellness. To learn more, go to SymmetriaMedical.com. Symmetria Integrative Medical. We treat the whole body so you can have have a whole life. Today, yes, today is a good time to come to Pacific Power Batteries to stock up on batteries, flashlights, and backup power devices for the upcoming stormy season. Why wait? Selection of lanterns and solar charges has never been better for you storm preppers. Pacific Power Batteries is the perfect place to start being a storm prepper. There's lots of online info about how to protect your home and business, so come see us for systems to avoid being a storm victim. Pacific Power Batteries, we're here for you. Welcome back here to Frank Goddard Stadium in South Everett. Final score of the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 38, the Mariner Marauders 12. We go right back to Buddy Patrick who will look at all the numbers. And let's start with the home team Mariner Marauders. Tristan Lolahea, 16 carries for 37 yards and a touchdown for him. Ani James, 7 carries for 19 yards. Jeremiah White, 4 carries for 7 yards. Elijah Mendiola, 1 carry for 4 yards. LJ Moody kept the ball. Six times for 35 yards. Through the air for Moody, six for 11 for 110 yards and one touchdown pass. That pass going to, who was that to? I, I cannot remember, and I didn't put it down on my stat sheet. Uh, I believe it was Atkins? Yeah. Yes, yeah. that was right. The court, court and Atkins, his only rece- reception for 41 yards. Leo Nazarti, three receptions for 68 yards. 103 yards rushing, 110 on the ground, or uh, through the air, 213 total yards for the Marauders. For the Glacier Peak Grizzlies on the ground, Kristen Bonche, 
led all carriers with just three carries all in the first quarter, 107 yards and two touchdowns. Isaiah Owens, our player of the game, 12 carries for 73 yards. Francis Crocker, three receptions for 15 yards. Kai Brooks, three receptions for 29 yards. Carlos Herman Ballion, one reception for 12 yards. And Lucas Entler kept the ball two times for a net loss of 11 yards. Entler, though, through the air, 8 for 13 for 111 yards and two touchdown passes. One going to Owen Gluth, one reception. That was a touchdown pass for 21 yards. Ben Williams, three receptions for 27 yards and a touchdown. Adama Loam, two receptions for 17 yards. 225 total rushing yards. 111 passing, 336 total yards for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Thank you very much, Buddy Patrick. Our post-game stats brought to you by Dave & Buster's. It's your place to watch the game, all the games. Dave & Buster's in their 40-foot wow wall. Dave & Buster's at the Alderwood Mall in Linwood. We're going to give you all the scores we've got as we head into break, and then when we come back, we'll give you those scores. We're looking for two scores, and we're going to see if anybody's listening and wants to call in to 425-304-1380. We're looking for the Marysville Pilchuck Ferndale score and the Arlington Stanwood Stilly Cup score. We just had second quarter scores, and nothing's been coming across. 425-304-1380. Operators are standing by to give us those scores. Marysville Pilchuck and Ferndale, Arlington and Stanwood. We will get the uh, those scores if you have them. 425-304-1380. Operators are standing by. Final score here, Glacier Peak 38, Mariner 12. The score is coming up right after this. Have you heard Mangle in the Morning on KRKO, our new morning show with Brian Mangle? Look, I'm a dog guy, so I think this is a great idea. I think Ferris State University is on to something with their pet-friendly dorm floors. That is for dogs and cats. I mean, if I were to see a snake slithering down the dorm hallway, not even a full-ride scholarship would bring me back. It's a fun way to start your day. Brian Mangle on KRKO. I know it's hard to believe how expensive food has become. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that your neighborhood grocer doesn't want you to know. It's the buzz-in all-day breakfast. Choose any piping hot cast iron breakfast skillet, the corned beef, tsunami, or Philly cheesesteak. A great deal on a great meal, $14.99. There's 12 locations, so get in the car and head to the buzz-in steakhouse, where you get a lot for a little. And use that money you saved to do other things. During my nights out, I like to have fun. Sometimes I see people smoke marijuana or drink alcohol. I always make sure they get a ride home because I know the risks of driving under the influence. Call a ride, sober friend, or family member. If you or your friends have been using marijuana or alcohol. Nine out of ten young adults in Washington don't drive under the influence. Most steer clear to make it a night gone right. To find out more, visit moststeerclear.org. This message brought to you by Neighborhood House and the Washington Traffic Safety Commission. The wait is over. If you've been holding off on getting your hands on a brand new truck, now is the time to act. Introducing the 2023 Silverado 1500 Crew Cab RST, a powerhouse on wheels built for those that demand the best. And here's the deal you've been waiting for. For well-qualified buyers, enjoy an incredible 0% APR. Yes, you heard right, 0% APR. What are you waiting for? This deal is too good to pass up. Visit Chevrolet of Everett today to make this dream truck yours. Offer available to well-qualified buyers. Terms and conditions apply. See Chevrolet of Everett for more details. And welcome back here live to Frank Goddard Stadium in South Everett. 
Let's take a look at the final scores. And Coach and AC, you're in there, and Buddy, and everybody's up and ready to go. Let's run through the finals we have here. Glacier Peak, 38, Mariner, 12. Cedar Crest beat Shorecrest, final of 42 to nothing. No surprise there. Oak Harbor over Cascade, 34 to 12. Camus blanks Kamiak, 53 to nothing. Stop me if there's any surprises. There haven't been yet. Lake Stevens gets Jackson, 42 to 3. We did not have a Marysville-Pilchuck-Ferndale final. The last we had was Ferndale leading 20-14 to 14 in the second quarter. We did find out that the Stilly Cup, I believe, is a final. The last we had was uh, <laughs> actually, okay, 42-7. Steve Jensen, who's one of the officials, he says, I'm almost sure I left with two minutes left. <laughs> I think he was just there observing. So that, let's that doesn't hope. let's hope. Let, let's hope that doesn't help us. Arlington forty-two to seven, the win over the Stanwood Spartans. Snohomish beat Linwood, got their first win of the season, thirty-seven to fourteen. Monroe over Montlake Terrace. Here's one to talk about, Coach. Thirty-five ten, the Bearcats over the Montlake Terrace Hawks. Yeah, the spread and the score is a little surprising to me. I thought it'd be a little closer, but I really did like Monroe at home, and so the the outcome's not. A surprise to me. I just thought it would be a little closer. Close game, though, out at Granite Falls in the Black and Blue Bowl. Always a tough one. 31-21, Granite Falls wins it over Sultan. So Caden LaPlante brings the uh, the Black and Blue Bowl uh, trophy to Granite Falls. Wasn't Sultan up a little bit early, I think, in that game, yeah. too, as well? So good comeback victory. I know that's one of the bucket list items for, for us to go see that at one of these days. Couple yeah, of- yeah. Yeah, that, that's just a knockdown drag out. I mean, that's why it's called the Black and Blue Bowl. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, Mr. LaPlante is uh, making a difference there at Granite Falls. A couple of um, top ten ranked 1A teams, Cascade, Christian, and Kings. It was a back-and-forth affair, and King comes from behind and wins it. Final of 15-13, Kings over Cascade, Christian. That game down at Wolsey Stadium in Shoreline. Nia Bay over Tulalip Heritage, 60-6. to it was Seaholm was leading. Actually, Linda was leading Seaholm 22-10, but we did not get a final there. Anacortes, 44-24 Linden, we're hearing in our ear. 44-24 Linden is the uh, final score there. So Linden beats Seaholm up in the Northwest Conference. Anacortes beat Cedar Woolley 27-7. A couple of scores from Thursday night. It was Stillicum over Metterdale in overtime, 28-22. to And Squalicum beat Burlington Edison final of 28-13. Coach, final thoughts on tonight's game here? Well, um, if I'm Mariner and I'm Coach Atkins, I saw some really good things out of my young team. Um, we were, you know, they were overmatched. There, there's no question about that. But um, they fought hard. They played hard the whole game. They're a physical bunch for a young group. Um, they're only going to get better. And then for Glacier Peak, I, I agree with Coach Keck. There's just some... Little things, they got to get cleaned up. Their special teams were really good tonight. Um, offense, when it was firing on all cylinders, looked really impressive. It's going to be interesting to see what this bunch, bunch of injury is um, and how that plays out. But um, that young back came in for him, shows us that he's quite capable. And defensively, I thought that GP played really well. So um, I think GP is going to be a factor down the stretch. And AC, you had a chance to talk with Coach Atkins off air after the game tonight too. Oh, absolutely. Just to say, you know, thanks. But, you know, great talking to you. That type of thing. He was just a really stand-up guy, and just you know, once he, I just said, we saw the kids fighting. That's always what you kind of want to see. To you know, depending on the score, it being thirty-eight to twelve. So they were scoring at the very end, and uh, it's always just great to see. But I think he's going to do some great things over here, and you just got to get started from from square one. Uh, I think 
aside from the uh, the penalty on the roughing the kicker, uh, no no turnovers, no. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got to be happy with that, especially playing Glacier Peak. Yeah. Also, when you your line is you know two twenty, two thirty, you're going against the guys from Glacier Peak that are two seventy, two eighty, two ninety five, and it makes all the difference, especially late in the game. And we saw that even early in the game, seventy four yard touchdown or. Yeah, 74 touchdown run and then a 25-yard touchdown run. And it just seems like they could run around everywhere, and that's just going to wear and wear on you over the over the course of the game. Well, and, Coach, you get a feeling that C.J. Atkins is here for the long haul. You know, yeah. Three coaches in three years here at Mariner. Yeah, and I, I get every indication from listening that, that he really wants to be here and build something here, and, and he strikes me as a guy that's going to attract kids to come out and play. And, and, uh, and uh, yeah, I wish him the, uh, a lot of success here. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, we just want the West Coast Conference top to bottom to be strong, right? Yeah, that's right. And, and you want all the teams to be good. And, and so it's really nice to see him here, and hopefully he's going to provide that stability moving forward. Tonight's game was broadcast under rights granted by the Western Conference solely for the private non-commercial use of our audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the Western Conference or KRKO Radio is prohibited. Tonight's game was produced in studio by Brandon Hamilton. Ever Silvertips hockey tomorrow night right here at KRKO taking on the Kamloops Blazers. 5.30 pregame, 6.05 the faceoff from Angel the Winds Arena in downtown Never. We're with you with Prep Sports Weekly on Monday night at 7. And then next Friday night, we'll be at Arlington High School, the Arlington Eagles, and the Marysville Pilchuck Tomahawks. Two top ten teams will be squaring off at John C. Larson Stadium in Arlington. 6.30 pregame next Friday night, 7 o'clock the kickoff. Again, right here on KRKO. Thanks to our spotter, Bill Kusler, our statistician, Buddy Patrick. Tonight's game was sponsored by Screen Printing Northwest, the law office of Russell and Hill, Chevrolet of Everett, the Buzz In Steakhouse, Smoky Point Concrete, Marysville Toyota, Glass by Lund, Dave and Busters by the Lake Stevens, Ace Hardware Store, and by Kia of Everett. Now for Joel Vincent and Alex Flossius, I'm Tom Lafferty reminding you of tonight's final score from... Frank Goddard Memorial Stadium in South Everett. The Glacier Peak Grizzlies 38. The Mariner Marauders 12. Good night, everybody. Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall They didn't let just anybody in their club Took every ounce of heart and sweat and blood To get the wear those game day jerseys down the hall Kings of the school, man, where the boys are fall. Well, let's turn and face the stars and stripes. It's fighting back them butterflies. It's calling in the air all around. Yes, sir, we want the ball. 
banging heads and talking trash. It's slinging mud and dirt and grass. It's I got your number, I got your back. When your back's against the wall, you mess with one man, you got a song. The boys are fall. In little towns like mine, that's all they got. Newspaper clippings fill the coffee shops. The old men will always think they know it all. Young girls will dream about the boys will fall. Well, it's turning face to stars and stripes. It's batting back. KRKO Everett, K237GN, AM 1380, and FM 95.3. Your music. James Taylor, Chicago. Beatles. Huey Lewis. Now, more of Everett's greatest hits. KRKO.